This episode brought to you by my 15-year-old penis. The movie still exists, but it does not. Oh, I'll be 15 again. Boners and... Oh, God, where do the days go? <laughs> One time, a showgirl laughed at my 15-year-old penis. <laughs> <sighs> if only the days were shorter. <laughs> God. <sighs> Should have used lube. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everybody, we're watching Showgirls, and you are listening to Miscast Commentary. You're listening to Miscast Commentary. Where two guys have seen way too many movies and have way too much time on their hands. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Now here's your hosts, Joe Finley and Todd Murray. Welcome to Miscast Commentary. I am Joe Finley. I'm Todd Tebow, the Sailor Murray. And we are bringing our uh, adolescence <laughs> to life today as we bring you Showgirls. Possibly the greatest movie ever filmed. Possibly. Took some oh, hot- wait a second. Yeah. This is what I wanted to talk to you about before the movie Ooh, starts. Let's hear about it. The game. Wh- which was like Triple we- H? Either one of us. Oh, yeah. We cannot talk about their naked bodies. We cannot talk about boobies, bums, anything like that. Okay. Can I talk about my own bum? You can, you can talk about... Okay, like, so, so like, you couldn't be, like, their titties. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. But you can be, like, their eyes or whatever, but you cannot talk anything sexual about the girls in the film. I think that that is more than fair. I think we're going to respect all women today and I am on board. I'm just killing time as I look for the (laughs) notes for this movie. (laughs) I apologize. I don't really apologize and I can't, there it is. Wow. I wrote the notes for this back in December. Hell yeah. Okay. Motherfuckers. It was like a Christmas tree. You know, Santa loved showgirls. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's most it's mostly about the elves. All right, guys. I am going to pre-light a smoke because I'm gonna need it. <laughs> okay, gang. There's only one way to move forward for a movie like this, and that is to play. press play. Now we did. Oh, here we go. Here we go. I remember so seeing this movie. We okay, so so, what the fuck? What? What's happening? What's what? What do you mean? What's happening? Okay, never mind. It's a little chunky. I'm sure we'll be fine. They should have mentioned the nudity first. <laughs> okay, I guess we should have been like, if everybody's watching it from the same thing, press play. Yeah. Well, people have to deal. We're watching it on Amazon. 
if you don't have it on Amazon, you'll just you'll have a little bit of time instead before. of instead of the line. It should have been a little pussy cat. Yeah. Oh, so far we're we're getting away scot free. Um, so the movie <laughs> I wanted to talk right off the bat. So this was written by Joe Esterhaus, who has a history with these movies. Uh, he wrote Flashdance, which is not one of these, oh. but he wrote Basic Instinct. He wrote mm-hmm. Nowhere to Run. He wrote Sliver, and he wrote Jade. Oh my God! So he is eyes deep in uh, <laughs> these kind of movies. So he's the man. Joe Esterhaus is the guy yeah. that um, Mel Gibson is screaming at <laughs> in that audio clip. Is that true? Yes, it's totally him, and oh. he's uh, it's like at one of his kids' birthday parties, and he's like, "Who wants some cake?" Oh my god, that's like, where's my goddamn script for whatever? That's amazing. Who wants some cake? Can we talk about the fringe on this bloody leather jacket right off the bat? It's amazing. And does she have short hair, or is it all tucked up in like a? Who is this? This looks like if. Um... Uh, David Spade and uh, Billy Ray Cyrus had a baby. <laughs> I was thinking it was like Ricky pre-Trailer Park. <laughs> oh, she's going to Vegas. Yeah. Oh, and they don't like Garth Brooks. Now that'd be fine. But yeah, is she... that what they just said? Yeah, they did. What uh, the hell? I know you're going all the way. Uh oh. Just so you know, you Whoa, can't be. She is a bad girl. You can't be a raper. That's just right off the Was bat. Was he just mentioning about rape or what? No, I just think that he, he asked her a very simple question. And then she was like, by the way, in case you're thinking of anything, I have a knife. And he definitely is. So she's right. She's hitchhiking. You got to get that vibe up right now. Uh-huh. Um, I will cut you. Yeah. So Elizabeth Berkeley, obviously known best as uh, Jesse Spano in Saved by the Bell. Uh, and in the new Saved by the Bell as well, where she plays like the guidance counselor or some shit like that. Cause you know. Oh, no way. Yeah. It's the way they did it. So um, she's the guidance counselor at the school. Um, John Michael Higgins from like Best in Show and all that is the new principal. Um, Slater is the gym teacher at the school. And uh, Zach is the governor of California. And Kelly is his nice. wife. So, and then uh, basically what happens, he has to close a bunch of schools and it ends up combining a lot of kids from like the poor school into the kids from uh, oh my God. It, like into the rich kids school, which is Bayside. Oh, yeah. So yeah, then, hence the metal detectors now. That's exactly right. There's like there were only eight episodes and there were 10 school shootings. <laughs> <laughs> Why did they almost crash? Like, what the hell happened there? I don't know. It's it's ve- it's just the Vegas attitude, even though there was uncle, snow in the mountains. She's got an uncle in the biz. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she thinks she's going to become, you know, like a great dancer and all that kind of stuff. And this this movie. How do you know that? She never said that to him. N- no, I'm just we're, I'm just going based on the fact that I've seen the movie before and I know what it's oh, about. Oh, all uh, right. <laughs> yeah, you know. Oh. Uh, <laughs> But uh, I love this trip. It's very fun going into Vegas. It looks so much different. Even here to when I went for the first time, it looks just so infinitely different. Like, none of these places exist. I think they imploded all of them for... uh, 
um, Ocean's Eleven. You know that scene where they implode one of the hotels? I think yes. that they didn't get the take right, so they had to implode several other hotels. Well, there you go. See, I was going to be like, okay, so clearly she laid down that she ain't, you know, it's like it's cash, grass, or ass. Mm-hmm. And she just gave him 10 bucks. What if she just had like literal grass? Like just like a handful of like Kentucky bluegrass. Ooh, I was literally honest to God going to be like, unless it's Kentucky blue, it doesn't count. <laughs> she is acting very weirdly already in this She's movie. Her, her face off. Her like literally her, the faces she's making are like these like, oh, you. Mm. <laughs> so uh, here she is. Shirt she, open, no bra. Yeah. And now she, well, we're not talking about that. We're talking about her yeah. eyes. But uh, she's got no bra for her eyes. But uh, <laughs> this is something I, I miss. Bra. There was nothing. There's nothing yeah. uh, no, wrong with that. No, you're think. fair. You're fair. Uh, what kind of blow? Like I actually miss this about like a casino is the ability to like get coins. There's something like when you've got like a card in there and it's just going It's like you win and you're just. It's almost boring getting your jackpot. I agree with you. I rarely go to the casino mm-hmm. like sometimes my mom will go i'll go with her because i like the scene i like to wander around yeah. the falls and <clears throat> but yeah i'll sit down at a machine but i only like the machines that have the pull arm yes because I- now it's like to get rid of all the pull arms and just like you just press a button click 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 mm-hmm. click boom your money's gone my only thought behind that is it was they were breaking a lot I imagine that those arms, if people are like drunk and like yanking on them like monsters, that like they would be breaking all the time. And they were like, you know what? We're just going to go with buttons. Uh oh. Oh, oh my God. What is happening here? She was like, I'm just leaning up against your car. She's, I lost everything. I only had 10 more dollars. Now she's puking, and the girl from like another world is mad at her. Why? Because you got punched in the gut? I don't know. This is a. This is probably Whoa. the worst first day in Vegas anybody's ever had. <laughs> no way. I guarantee you there's way worse days. I tell you, the worst thing that happened to me in my first day in Vegas, we got there in the evening. Uh, so, like, we just did a little bit of stuff, whatever. But our first full day, we went to Fremont Street. Uh, we stayed at the Monte Carlo, which is now the park, I believe. And so we had to take the bus to Fremont Street. And we got all the way up there. And then we found this awesome street artist. He was doing this... Um, these paintings and he did one of um nightmare before christmas which is one of abby's favorite movies so i got she's just like rage stabbing with that ketchup I know. Uh, <laughs> like what is happening well my uh, my screen's a little bit chunkier so you're right every time it shows her she's just making a face she's giving her i know and uh so but anyways yeah so <laughs> so i found this gigantic painting that I wanted, but then I had it and I couldn't put it anywhere. And we were going to do the, um, what's it called? Uh, the zip line on Fremont a little later in the day. So I was like, what are we going to do with this? I'm like, we have to go back to the hotel. So we had to take the bus all the way back to our hotel, just drop the thing off and then take the bus all the way back to Fremont to do the rest of what we had planned to do that day. That was the worst <laughs> thing that happened to me all day. So, I mean, we did all right. <laughs> she's got some complex man where she thinks everybody wants to bang her yeah 
she just says, are you hitting on me? She's like, no, I'm trying yeah. to be nice to you. It's a byproduct of having that lip liner on. Like it's, she's got that like dark outline on her lips. And she's like, oh, you can really see where my lips are. So you want to bone me. <laughs> um, you know, Elizabeth Berkeley was only paid $100,000 to do this, to be the star of this like big budget movie. Really? That's yeah. it? She got paid nothing. And then when they were doing the uh, VIP edition, so like the box set of this movie in uh, 2004, they wanted to interview her for like the making of documentary. And she said, I'll do it, but I want to be paid $2,500 to do it. And they were like, nah, forget it. And they just they just completely excluded her from it because she asked for some money. Because they ripped her right off. Yeah, after they didn't pay her the first time. But apparently, so not only did she get completely ripped off for the movie, but then like it like ruined her career essentially. Mm -hmm. And then uh, apparently, Pam Anderson, Angelina Jolie, Vanessa Marcel, Denise Richards, and Charlize Theron all auditioned for this role and didn't get it. Well, because they probably saw like what it did, you know, the same dude writer, what it did for uh, Sharon Stone. Yeah. Right. Which is funny that uh, I I still find it weird that this movie ruined her career. Like you you think that somebody would have given her a chance. It's not her fault. The movie was goddamn terrible. Actually, it's interesting that you say that because there's a bit I've got to talk about uh, in a moment. Actually, I'll just talk about it right now. I guess uh, in 2015, they interviewed Paul Verhoeven about the movie and he actually said that the film ruined her career and he apologized to her for it. No shit. Because he's like, it's my fault. Here's the quote. Showgirls certainly ruined the career of Elizabeth Berkeley in a major way. It made life more difficult, but not to the degree it did, or made my life more difficult, but not to the degree it did Elizabeth's. Hollywood turned their backs on her. If somebody has to be blamed, it should be me because I thought that it was interesting to portray somebody like that. I hope the end of the movie would have explained why she acted that way when it, and then it goes beyond and gives, he starts to like say what happens in the movie and shit like that but basically he's saying like i made her act the way she's acting it's uh, and and she like lost her career over it that is very i've always really obviously because i love his movies yeah but i've always liked the stories i heard of paul verhoeven do do you have the one i was i was waiting if you were gonna tell it about on set in this movie um no i don't where it was uh, apparently it's a true story where I think it was this movie where Elizabeth or maybe it was it was either this movie or Basic Instinct. I think it where, was Basic Instinct. Right. Where where Sharon Stone was like, I'm like naked. All these dudes are in the room and blah, blah, blah. She's like, if anybody is going to see me naked, they have to be naked, too. And yeah. Paul Verhoeven was just like drops his pants yeah. and he's just like, let's film this scene. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And it's like right on. I got nothing but respect for him as far as that stuff's concerned. Although he was probably waiting for an excuse for that to happen. Oh, exactly. Um, and while it, and while she definitely didn't have like a shining career after this, uh, she did do other things. She was in First Wives Club. She did Any Given Sunday, but she played a hooker in that. Uh, she was in Curse of the Jade Scorpion. She was in The L Word. Uh, did an episode of CSI Miami. She was in the Donnie Darko secret uh, sequel S Darko. There's some Gina Gershon there and uh her one her hair is up in a wonderful the bun right bun. now. Bun. 
So when you went to Vegas, uh-huh. were the shows like this, like topless and everything? Um, some were. I actually, uh, my wife and I, our favorite show, and I was really surprised to say this of my wife. Was it our, like the Cirque de Nude? It was called Zumanity, and it is, it like to us, even though the other ones are much grander and like huge for production value and stuff like that. We liked that one the best because it was this, in this intimate little theater and they did this cool ass shit. And there were, yeah, there was nudity going on. There was the one spot, there were two girls in like, it looked like a, um, like a large, like sherry glass or something like that. And they were like swimming around in it and like flipping around each other and, um, all that kind of stuff and then there was one called zombie burlesque which i didn't see what i wanted to see um i i I felt like i could only talk my wife into one nudie show for the week um (laughs) we saw a lot of shows though we saw uh, what did we see so we saw love from Cirque du Soleil, we saw Zumanity. That's wait, was that all Beatles tunes? Yeah, that's right. Which it was not as good as i thought it would have been um it was who else was there uh we saw call on our very last day we call which is like their big big one is it Uh, all about like crows no it's not Mm -hmm. um it is oh beautiful kyle mclaughlin oh there he is look at the hair he has my wife had this watch it watch it bro you watch i know Um, watch it he is a very handsome gentleman that is for sure yeah uh, and then what else, What other shows? We, we saw the show uh, Sex Tips for a Straight Girl from a Gay Man, uh, which it was like one of the guys from, uh, uh, what was it? Queer Eye was the gay man. And then one of the girls who was like one of, it was Kendra Wilkinson. Oh, no way. Was the girl in it. And it was interesting. It wasn't that good a show, but whatever. She was one of Hef's. Yeah, one of the Wives, three. Right? One of the th- yeah, one of the three girls there. The three and, chicks he had at the same time. Yeah, and then they ha- and then we saw uh, Piff the Magic Dragon, who was actually really good as well. You know, because you know when you said that you weren't so, you know, pleased with the the love one, uh-huh. it's because you, when you go into a uh, Cirque show, I think there's a certain amount of hype. Uh-huh. Uh, that you put on yourself. I agree. You know, because of the show. So if you go in there and it's not something that blows you away, you're just like, I'm disappointed. Well, I think it was that. And I think it's the fact like, it was like, I love this. I love the Beatles. How could it go wrong? And actually the way it went wrong is it was just too much stuff happening all at once. You couldn't like, you couldn't focus on any one thing. Right. So you were never catching anything really. I remember like by the intermission, I was just kind of like, what has been happening? And I don't know if oh. a little bit of that has owed to just being like, you know, we were tired. It was like day four. You know, you get to that like middle of the vacation hump where you've been like, cause you've been going nonstop, nonstop, nonstop. And you're just kind of a little worn down. So I didn't know if it that's be- you, you go nonstop. Oh. I take breaks, man. Forget oh. that. That's true. That is true. I, um, it's just I'm a it, napper. Yeah. Well, that's my thing. Like, I, well, I'll talk to people and they're like, oh, man, I want to go to this like all inclusive place and just lay on the beach. And I'm like, if you, nope. I want to I'm not going to pay thousands of dollars to lay down. I can lay down at home. Yeah, exactly. I can go to the beach here mm-hmm. and it has a song named after it. OK, from Rush Lakeside Park. That's right. And I now mean, and at Lakeside Park now, Neil Peart has a, uh, that's a gazebo name after him. 
I wonder, like I've said this before, but I wonder if the guys are just pissed. Like, uh, yeah. you know, what buddy's like, man, now what am I going to name me after? Like the bowling alley? Probably. What always blows me away is um, there was an old documentary about Rush, and it shows like an early show of them where they play Laura Secord High School. And Laura oh, Secord. Oh, hell yeah. And Laura Secord High School. I mean, I can't show you from here, but if I look out my window, I can see the school. Oh, yes, you can. So it's ve- it's a very close by. It's the school my sister went to. I think Our Lady Peace played there when she was there. They had that killer uh, um, Audrey, too. Remember we looked in? Oh, no, that was Laura Secord. Yes. That was like the coolest Audrey, too. And I didn't find out until years later that you told me <laughs> when we watched uh, Little Shop of Horrors yeah. that you would rent like you would be like, yo, we want to yeah. make this play. Yeah. And then they're like, well, if you're making this play, you got to rent the Audrey too, See, you know, like the real deal. I know. And it bummed me out because I swore you were there with the, with us at that play. When, I when didn't I go see it, no. Yeah, no, because yeah, it was. I think it was like Collegiate or somebody did it, and it was, and they had all the different ones. And I remember talking to one of the teachers or something, and they're like, yeah, you've got to rent when you, when you license the game. Or when you license the play, you've got to like rent the the puppets from them and stuff like that. Look at Glenn Plum- Plummer dance his ass off. Well, he's these, guys are, these guys are owning this. I know because like for me, it's very choppy. Oh my uh, god, it looks like see right there. It looks like he was just punching her. Yeah, yeah, he did several times. Did you notice before when she was? Uh, I, I love how it just all works out for this this lady. Uh-huh. Where she's like, I just, I want to go to be like a dancer. Well, I don't know if she really knows what she, I guess, yeah. wants to be, but she wants to go to Vegas to be something. Yes. And then she introduced to this yep. girl who actually is going to put her up and then goes to the show. And you could see her when she was in the audience, she's like mimicking the moves. Yeah. She was like learning the, cause she's like, you know, she's got it. Oh, now they're fighting over her. Well, no, because she need him in the nuts and then he ran into the guy and then all this started. And she, she's like evil. Oh, she is totally <laughs> like oh, that. Should be her whole thing. Band. They're like they're fighting over me. She should be like the uh, like the Forrest Gump of Vice. Like she's just getting people in fights and getting like hookers. Like she does seem like and... she's bad news. <laughs> yeah, her name's Nomi. It can't be great. Um, what else did we want to talk about? So I talked, oh, Jenny McCarthy also auditioned for the lead in this. And apparently she was actually like in the running for a long time. Then they found out that she couldn't dance. So like basically no that's the whole movie. So they that was it. it right there. No, that's not the whole movie, but I mean like what the No, hell? but I mean like as far as like what her character is capable, like you, like there's a billion women with like a good body. Or whatever. So you need somebody who could do the one thing that she's supposed to do. Do the moves. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Paul Verhoeven apparently, uh, uh, because they didn't want this movie to come out or they didn't want, like, they didn't want to make this movie. So he deferred 70% of his $6 million fee. Oh, my. My God! So Verhoeven got six mil. No, I would no. Verho- Verhoeven got thirty percent of six million oh, because okay, sorry. because he he to get them to agree to do it, he basically for you know foregone his entire. Uh, so wait a second. So wait, wait. So he got like two mil. Thereabouts, yeah. Um, 
And he was he would only get the rest of his money back if the movie turned a profit, which it did not. Well, that's crazy. I would have hooked up uh, Elizabeth with a little bit at the end there. Like, holy Lord. I know. Right uh, after he says, like, I'm the one who ruined her career. <laughs> but that's very nice of him because, you know, what? when I watched the uh, the making of, oh, yeah, the girls are getting ready there. Oh, this girl. I, I like this girl. I forgot about this woman. Oh, my God. I like this girl a lot. So did I. She reminds me of uh, she'd be like like Ursula. Yes. Or like, uh, you know, like. Uh, she looks like the kind of girl that I think they, like the same role was in like the biggest little whorehouse in Texas <laughs> where she's like the wrangler. She's like the comedy relief of like the, you know, like, oh my God, there he is. Robert Davi is here. Oh my Lord. And I've taught, I've told this story before, but he, he makes a perfect creepo for a reason. <laughs> oh, hell yes. Yeah. Um, hey, I was, that? I was looking him up. I don't know. Uh, I was looking him up though. Yeah, she does look familiar. She also looks like she might be a robot or like, or a real doll. (laughs) No, one of those love dolls. Yes. That's really looked up those things. Holy shit. Yeah. They're terrifying. There's apparently like, like I couldn't believe it. Mm -hmm. I don't think, Oh, I think I did the, uh, coming attractions by myself. Uh, when you were, uh, when you, like you were away or something like that. But I remember talking about, uh, the real doll brothel in Toronto. I do love that dress. It's very funny. (laughs) (laughs) It also, it feels like it should be something out of like total recall, which makes perfect sense seeing as it's Paul Verhoeven, right? Yes. Yes, it does. (laughs) This is the kind of thing like you know, the, the, the random times, the only time I've ever been to a strip club is when I'm on a boat. Yes. And that's like what you do. You go into town. There's nothing else. You know, if there's a strip club, you go to the strip club. And the only thing I ever really want to see is somebody really give her. Yeah. Like, like, you know what I mean? Like, 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 put in the effort. Go up the pole, like do moves, like have a thing. Like, you know, a lot of them, they just come out. They're just like, hang. there's like a needle hanging out of their arm. They like rub their arm along the pole and then hold back of a, a vomit and then stumble <laughs> off the stage. You know what I mean? I'm like, come on for sure. And, um, my only experience at the strip club was just gross. I went to the one local to here and I was meeting people there and it was a guy bunting. Yeah. And yep. which is now like a yoga studio, which grosses it's like a, me no, out. No, it's like some, a Tai Chi studio. Oh, that's it. I was like, that grosses me out for some reason. I feel like. Oh, that, and it still reeks probably. So like you're yeah. in there doing. That's what helps the monks. Uh-huh. It's like to be amongst the 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 musk of, <laughs> uh, I know we're, we're keeping it uh, yeah. nice. Uh, Keep it a PG. To be among, uh, amongst the musk. Yes. Of, uh, of this lady funk, uh, it, 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 you have to, you know, really go into your mind's eye even more. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And it was just, uh, anyways, so I, I go to this, <laughs> I go to this club. I'm sorry. It's just me thinking back on it every time is just frigging gross. But, um, I went back and the, I, I got there first. So my very first time in a strip club, I'm like was i i think i was 20 and i was sitting there by myself a big pile of anxiety that i am just in general and i'm sitting by myself and i've ordered a sprite that costs like seven dollars and i'm sitting there and i'm sipping the sprite and i'm waiting for my friends to arrive it was like my friend and his girlfriend were coming 
Oh, that's the best when you go with the check. And so, and that, well, that was why I thought I was like, oh, it'll be fun. It'll be kind of whatever. Right. And so I go and I'm waiting and I'm waiting and I'm waiting. And the first girl that comes out, she's the most into it ever. She's not doing any dancing, but she's just doing a lot of like flirting with the guys and perverts row and that kind of thing. Right. And then I, um, what's it called? I get to don't look at the screen when you're telling your story. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's I I'm trying to find like the fastest line between a and B here and I can't, and I keep messing it up. Uh, And then the, and then the next girl comes out and she literally just deadpan. I'm, I'm sure I've told this story before, but she just deadpan comes out and she just, she's naked as she comes out. She doesn't take off an inch of clothing. It's all gone. And she just walks around the pole. She holds the pole and like does a couple laps. She just walks around for the length of the song and like people are hooting and hollering at her, but like nothing, um, like nothing, like nothing's happening. She could be like, I picture that in her ears, you're just hearing like that kind of that <laughs> kind of thing. Hypnotoad. Right. Exactly. And then the song ends and she just walks off the stage and then it was like, yeah, that was whoever. And then it's really like, a... and like then... the single clap. Right. I like the, the routine oh. she's got going on here. So thankfully, mm-hmm. For her, yeah. when she comes out at her new striptease job, yes. uh, you know, the lady and buddy that work at the big show are there to see her, right? It's like, <laughs> hey, what do you know? I don't know. Did Kyle McLaughlin do this on purpose or was it a coincidence? I think it was a coincidence. They probably are constantly coming here looking for like, you know, a next right. backup dancer or something like that. Or just um, going there to check it out. Yeah. But like the, the rest of the story, though, so a- after that girl left the stage i'm sitting there and i'm like really like where are my friends like i've been here i've been here way too long by myself then i um went so as i'm like sitting there i'm trying to decide if i'm gonna leave i look and i see the girl comes out that was just dancing and she's got a um what's called a trench coat on and some old man is leading her away and they walk right. out the front door, and I'm like, I'm out of here. Drink down. I walk out. I'm like, I'm so depressed now. <laughs> You're probably just going over a smoke. Nope. They were gone. And then I, I left the building, and as I come out, I see my friend in his car, and I can see him, and he's kind of like standing over the open door. And I go up there, and his girlfriend is throwing up. And I'm like, what is going on? And he's like, she decided to try E for the first time today and it's not going well. He's like, I don't, he's like, he's like, I think we're going to go home and like, she's going to like sleep this off or whatever. And I'm like, I just as well, because I'm not going back in there under any circumstances. If you guys were as pumped as ever to be here, I would be leaving right now. And I have never even thought about stepping foot in another one again. Oh my God, that's hilarious. It's it's like you gotta by go like a creep. You can't go there like some old nervous Nelly like me yeah. though. To be honest with you, once you you know the first times I'd be going, holy God, yeah. I was like, Gee, you know, because it's weird because it's like it's not just women dancing. It's uh-huh. like sexuality on display. Uh-huh. It's like sort of like if you're at a party. And people are like trying to force you. Like, I think this girl likes you. Go talk. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, go talk to her. It's it's almost like people, like a whole group of people, like get it up and bang this girl right now. You know what I mean? You're like, what the fuck? Like, it's just like a really for 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 dudes. You know, well, m- well, not 
so much like me anymore as yeah. I've been tainted, ruined. <laughs> but you know what a good, you know, you come in there, you're like, what the fuck is going on in here? It's just like really weird. Yeah. It's the whole thing. Like, and that's why like, to me, I would rather go see something like a Zumanity. It was kind what? of like, it was, a, but, we're um, all in on the joke, like on, not on the joke. Right. But exactly. On the thing. Unless it's like a show. Yeah. Like if you go and it's a show and everybody's like, woo, and it's awesome, right? But then, you know, but then it slowly turns into like a brothel. Yes. You know what I mean? And it's like a weird, you're like, oh man, I just saw that girl on stage and now she's over there giving that guy a lap dance in the corner. And you're just like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. Yeah. It's not like you let go me to a. You, let let yeah. me tell you mm. of the, the, like, like one of the best ones mm-hmm. that uh, I have ever seen. Cause like I said, I, I love a show. And this was in, I believe, Thunder Bay. Mm-hmm. And uh, they had a headliner. And I guess she had been in Playboy uh, one time or whatever. And she goes up and she just does a regular one set. Uh-huh. Where, you know, first song, the shirt comes off. Second song, uh, whatever. Third song, the bottoms come off. And then uh, we go out for a cigarette. We come back in after a bunch of girls. And then the same girl is up there again. And there's like something on the stage like on the stage itself like a material something like a like a thing and i'm like what is that she gets up onto the stage she picks up a bunch of sticks like eight of them lights them on fire puts them to the stage the stage lights on fire around her like a ring of flames then she proceeds to dance in the middle while lighting all the sticks on fire and doing like tricks really it was frigging crazy. And then the next one she did, because mm-hmm. I guess she had three sets. The next one she did was, I didn't even know that it was loud, like the flames, like in a closed place like that. I was like, man, this is awesome. Mm-hmm. And then the third one that she did, there was like a, a, a see-through, like half tub, like a little plastic thing you could pick up really easy and drop. Yeah, but it was like half a it was, you know what I mean? And so she pours paint all over herself and then proceeds to flip posters of herself over to the blank side and she (laughs) presses her body to the poster. And then when she turns the poster around, it's like a big smiling face. Like she painted her, 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 her upper half and her lower half so that when she pressed, but then she got into the tub. Yeah. And proceeded to wash herself off. And then she starts to like, dude, it was like a seal out of a cartoon. <laughs> she was like sliding in the, in the tub, like flipping this way and that way. But then she's standing on the tub uh-huh. and going butt first and flipping up onto a handstand. I was like, holy shit. Yeah. That was a show. Yeah, I, I could see, like, and that's the thing, that's the kind of thing I like, and even, like, Zumanity, they were doing all sorts of weird stuff where um, uh, they had they got people from the audience, and then they had them, like, simulate sex, and then the bed that they were on, like, went down into the floor, and then just this white jet shot up into the air. Nice. And it was just, like, it was fun, it was, they they made it a comfortable thing for people to be around. Which was interesting. Like, I just found it very interesting. And there was even one spot I legitimately thought that this isn't even a lap dance anymore, if we're being very honest. <laughs> She's trying to make her point. Yeah. Like, angrily, though. Oh, she did make it, though. 
500 bucks. I thought we just saw her complete. Oh, yeah, we did too. Yeah. I wonder if that really is Kyle McLaughlin. Like, they're really in. uh, This is why you signed up for this. Like, way to go, buddy. His agent's like, Kyle, you need this movie. Yeah. This was a damn fine lap dance and a damn fine cup of coffee. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So, while I said that this movie itself wasn't successful it was also very successful so it did not turn a profit the movie cost 45 million dollars to make if you could believe that for one second i think about that too that's like 1995 dollars so that's like almost a hundred million movie dollar movie today she only got paid a hundred grand a hundred grand the movie opened number two against uh seven which beat it uh it beat tuong fu Dangerous Minds, Usual Suspects, Hackers, Babe, and Braveheart, which had all been out for a little bit. Uh, it went down to number five in week two when Halloween, The Curse of Mike Myers, uh, Michael Myers came out. Uh, the Devil in a Blue, uh, what else? Devil in a Blue Dress and The Big Green also came out that day. Went down to number 10 when Assassins, which we just did, uh, and Dead Presidents and How to Make an American Quilt all came out. Oh, God, what a terrible week. And, uh, yeah, but, it's, you know, that's just showing you where this went. So the movie made a total $20.3 million. So it like it didn't even make half its money back, but it is the highest grossing NC seventeen movie of all time at this point, as of two thousand. Oh yeah, it was NC. I don't feel like this movie should have been NC seventeen. Well, she was just spread legged on top of dude. Was I, she? I don't. Yeah, yeah, she was. I don't okay, notice you're... those things. I just noticed the artistry. Yeah. There you go. I was too busy staring at those curls. Oh, Is that I, her real hair? No, you know what? It looks like it's Charlize Theron's hair from The Devil's Advocate, and they just <laughs> pulled it off and put it on her head. <laughs> um, this was also the first uh, NC-17 movie to be given wide distribution across, um, like across the U.S. It got into over 1,300 theaters. 1,388 to be exact. I did have the number. Um, (laughs) But I think the reason they went with like the NC-17 version of this is because with things like like Jade came out this same year and they ended up doing like an R-rated version and then they released an NC-17 rated version for like the DVD and shit. Um, Oh, there's the Luxor. Uh, And then the, uh, what else too? Sliver. Like what he NC-17 just said to her is like, "That's what you say to a girl. That's how you get her, right?" Like, yeah. Anyways, going to continue. Oh no. Anyways, yeah. So it was just like they all these other movies that, especially Joe Esterhaus was involved in, was they all like released NC seventeen versions that did like you know did some good business in home video, and so they're like, "Oh, okay. Well, let's just put this one right out in the theater and like make it a thing, make it things thing that people can't miss." Lots of people missed it. But the movie made on home video more than $100 million. It's actually one of MGM's top 20 all-time bestsellers. I know. See, well, see, there you go. This movie's no flop. You know what? That's because nobody would be caught dead going to the theater. It's like when you walked out of uh, the porn section at, like, That's Entertainment, and, like, somebody (laughs) you know is there, like, uh... (laughs) I mean, I'll rent it at home. Can I also just point out the fact that the meanest thing in the world that they ever could have done was make those porno boxes like the size of small cars? (laughs) 
right? It's like you well, need no, like, to... I, like I've said before, it's the, the weirdest concept because like old VHS kids movies, uh-huh. same kind of style box. Yep. Porno, same style kind of box. And it's just like, and it's nothing but like empty space. Like at least those Disney boxes were like nice, like safety cases. Yeah, oh, they were snug in there. Oh, I've been inside this mall. It's inside. Have you? I, th- I think that's uh, Caesar's Palace, if I'm not mistaken. It's either Caesar's Palace or the one right next to it. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know what that picture reminds me of? It's Andrew Carver there. It reminds me of uh, Jim Carrey from Burt Wonderstone. <laughs> I thought it was uh, uh, the Highlander. <laughs> the Hi- Highlander, the musical topless. That would be amazing. You I'm know, just... it's funny because like, like they, they, you know, we, we've been talking about how apparently this movie had ruined uh, uh, Elizabeth Berkeley's career, mm-hmm. but uh, Gina Gershon and Kyle MacLachlan are also in the movie, but they yeah. are pretty weathered at this point in time. Yes. Like they've, uh, you know, they've been in lots of movies. So one hit one wrong movie is not gonna. Yeah. That that's exactly the thing too. Like Kyle MacLachlan has friggin' like blue velvet and, um, uh, what's it called? You know, his like all sorts of shit that was like, you know, off the charts. Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks is the one I was thinking of that completely escaped me. I was trying to avoid having to admit that. Ooh, <laughs> never touch your arm there, bud. That is off the charts. Bad idea. This guy looks like he's like a, like a sleeker version of Arliss. He's been following her around. I remember seeing this guy yeah. before. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> He's like the dude, the owner of the double deuce. He's like, I followed you all the way here because I heard you're the best. <laughs> Wade Garrett's the best. Oh, not happy. <laughs> oh, there you go. See, now no one knows where you're looking, buddy. That's, yeah. It's Always sun- wear your sunglasses at the strip club. Sunglasses in Vegas are just a good idea overall. But I tell you, though, like, there was no shortage too of just like bodies when you go to Vegas like literally what that first night we were at Fremont something we noticed you're walking around just during the day and you see these big painted circles all up and down the length of the street and you're like what the hell are these like and you got you don't really know anything about it you're just like oh okay well whatever then like seven o'clock rolled around and then they do that big thing uh where the overhead dome like is all lit up and they have like a little mini show like almost like a fireworks show out of this like light roof and when that's done all of a sudden these street performers fill all the circles Oh, cool. And so I was like, oh, there's a juggler over there. There's a sword swallower over there. And there there was these two girls in trench coats. I know trench coats are like a lot of my stories (laughs) today, but, um, and none of these people are detectives, uh, but the trench coat mafia, but then they both, like Carrie and I were sitting maybe two feet from them. And then they both take off their trench coats and they are completely topless except completely painted. So they've just painted ah. everything there, and it was just kind of like, <clears throat> like and Carrie was like, bah. "Do they have somebody like either they're trained because like you're gonna get some drunk dude like grab her? She there's, must have nunchucks or just like beat the shit out of the guy or something." There's security in the general area and stuff like that. I'm sure that that's a part of what they do, but really, I didn't see anybody mess around with anybody the whole time we were there. 
I mean, I, a lot of things happened. I, you know, I, it was either heroin or a tiny bag of cocaine that I walked past and I was like, Oh my God. And I panicked. <laughs> oh, yeah. I had like a panic attack. <laughs> There's such a, yeah. Such a straight edger who walks past a giant brick of cocaine and doesn't even fathom picking it up. It was the fact that it was just the oh. tiniest little bag. I was like, Oh, just a little baggie. It was like, you know, when, so pissed. you know, when you get it, had. I know, but you know, when you get a shirt and it has like a, mm-hmm. another button and inside yes. a little baggie, yep. it was like that baggy with just a little <laughs> bit. I'm like, that's not enough to be cocaine. They actually took the trouble of like taking the button out and then put the coke in. Yeah, right. Like it was just, oh. it, it was that. And then we had uh, sexy black Batman was there, Ooh, and he yeah. was wearing he wore like tight leather pants. Okay, that's good. I was gonna ask you like, okay, there's all these naked girls, but there yeah. must be something for the ladies. Well, oh yeah. To be honest with you, I think most ladies would rather see a naked lady as well. But you gotta yeah. have some. Dudes well, they also there, had you know? like they also had like Chippendales and Thunder from Down Under, and like there was Ooh. plenty of options for them as well. If you're having like a girl, who do you do? You, who do you think's more attractive, the <laughs> Thunder from Down Under, yeah, or the Chippendales of America? Thunder from Down Under. Bought, exactly, like, hands exactly what I was going to say too. Yep, absolutely, because they're it's that thing of like enjoying like amateur exotic. porn over whatever. Well, it's the exotic is of it too, but they just seem more real. Like the Chippendales are like like Ken dolls. They're all like, this is what we look like, and this is, and I'm just like, eh. But like Thunder from Down Under, it's just like a gun. Like they, I feel like they just pulled those guys out of Australia. It's like you look good. Shake your just dick at this lady. Regular dudes, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> at the bus stop, they're like, "Who's got nothing to do for half an hour?" This is a weird job to have. Great job. <laughs> it's yeah. I mean, it's probably the only reason to uh, to dance or like to move to Vegas. It's like, what's what's your dream? Oh, you know, I'm gonna be a pit boss. No, I'm going to basically. <sighs> just like flat out objectify women for the rest of my days. That dude is the same guy that tried to teach Larry David the dance moves in Curb Your Enthusiasm. Is that real? Yes, totally. Uh, I got to see him again. Right there, him. Oh, the guy in the back. Yes. In the, in the background. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's like, a... like this, 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 this. And Larry David's like, uh, uh, and he does, Larry David just does the worst thing you've ever seen. And the guy's like, that's not the dance moves. Yeah. And Larry David's like, why can't he just do this? He's like, because they're not the fucking dance moves. He's a brilliant comedic actor. Actually, <laughs> he just like guy. freaks. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, God. <laughs> it's, it's like, it makes me. I, I don't know if it's just because I'm so much older than this woman is in this movie now, but I just feel like almost like fatherly protective of her. I don't. Um, I have the opposite <laughs> fatherly feelings. You have creepy uncle Lee fear. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. He's here. Hey. This guy's always got like frozen ice cubes in his pocket at all times. I was going to say, like, how perfect like, were where those Where did cubes? he just pull a thing ice cubes out from? Yeah. That guy has a perfect set of cubes. <laughs> they were per- they, they were perfect. Did you see them? It's like, oh, it's just like you can't do this. Uh, I've never. No, that's the business lady. Yeah. That's the biz. It must have been weird being on set, like naked all the time. I mean, that's so strange. It does. It, I, oh, absolutely. I mean, she's just wandering around like, you know, because she's like, I'm sure like in between scenes, you might have put something on, but. 
know, absolutely. maybe not at this point well, in time, no, right? Well, and that's true too, but I imagine there's so much time between scenes that they're either going back to their trailer or at least getting a robe thrown on them. But I mean, you know, at, at this point, everybody's probably just walking around naked, like, what the hell? Mm-hmm. You know what I really love? I love what has become of Gina Gershon's career. She does all kinds of like the weirdest, funniest stuff. She was in a small stretch on Brooklyn Nine Nine, where she played like the most badass cop ever, who you like find out is dirty. Um, she was. Of in, she's a dirty cop. You're gonna be pissed at me for saying this, but she was in an episode of Community that was hilarious, but only for like a minute. You can't see my eye. Just roll back into my head no. until they suck in and blood spews out. Here's the problem: I can see your eyes. Oh, <laughs> I do. I do have. Oh, you eye. can see me. Uh, yeah, I can see you. Uh, oh, I've been jerking. You ever said one thing? I know. Well, <laughs> it's you know, this is kind of what I was hoping for. But um, yeah, this, I did this, not know that you could see. This me. is why we do this. This is why we do this movie. Uh, I'm not uh, looking at like you're just off to the side. I'm not looking at you. I just you're there. Um, <laughs> But uh, she did this one episode of Community. It was uh, the whole episode was uh, some of the characters were playing. You know, like when we used to play Nightmares, the VHS board game. Oh, my God. Yes. They should bring that back, man. That game was awesome. Well, they could do this online now. I was having this conversation with somebody else. You should be you could like buy a thing if you buy a thing and then it gives you a code and then you could access it online or on a tablet. So you could play it like anywhere. But uh, my thought was. Uh, or they were doing this, so they were playing a version of that. It was called Pile of Bullets, so it was like a Western version of it. And it had all the same confusing rules. Like, he's like, when I yell draw, you say this, and like all that kind of whatever. And so it was just all this craziness. Somebody else who was in it was, um, oh, God, uh, Brie Larson was in that episode as well. But uh, the person who was playing the guy in the video was Vince Gilligan, the creator of Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul. And at the very end of the episode, uh, Vince, it shows Vince Gilligan. It's like a flashback. It says like 10 years earlier or something like that, or like whatever year it was. And he's like, okay, yep. Thank you. I'll think about it. And he hangs up and Gina Gershon is his wife. And she's like, what was it? He's like, oh yeah, they wanted to, they wanted me for that, um, that, that VHS board game. She's like, those things are the future. You have to call him back and say yes. It's like, I'm going to have to quit my job. And she's like, oh, who needs a job at Apple Computers? They All they offer you is stock options for your, like, instead of real money. And it was just all this stuff. And then she's like, baby, you're, we're going to be so big. It's going to be so huge. She's like, we should start trying cocaine. And like, it just like, it just like drew out and drew out. It was so funny though. And she was in it for like a moment, but she just stole it. I love how she just, they just drove through so she could get like a quadruple burger. Yeah. And you know what? She's such a lady that she will use your finger to gag her. Absolutely. Did you guys all notice that that was a cassette in his hand? I don't even know what a yeah. cassette. I actually, interestingly enough, um, there's a radio host who does a show here. Uh, it's called The Ongoing History of New Music. And he um, was talking about the only good thing on 102.1. I know, which I don't even know if it's on there anymore. I think it's just a podcast in general. But um, the he was talking about cassettes and how they were kind of making a comeback in prisons because CDs and stuff could be turned into weapons and they wouldn't let you have like anything 
that could put like any MP3 players or anything like that. Right. So like, like a CD, you could like slice up and turn into like, you know, slicing weapons and that. So oh, then, what about the device, the giant device that you have to put your tape in? I could bludgeon a man with that. I agree, but I don't know what they're <laughs> allowing people to have. Cause if it's just a Walkman, it's probably okay. Panasonic shockwave. Yes. Oh, he's very much. This guy just wanted to see some moves. He didn't ask for a full on dance. I know. Although he did say, I would talk about his, uh, you know, to to be honest with you, I wouldn't even be chasing this broad. He's just way too much trouble right off the bat. Yeah. I'm like, forget you lady. Forget it. Uh She's a total bitch. Unless you're like, I'll bring you for a triple burger. And then you can use my finger to throw up. Well, don't forget the first day they met was she need him in the testicles and then got him into a fist fight. It's a lot to deal with. Show you like somebody. Yeah, this is a very different appearance for him than his appearance in um, Speed. This is how I get out of most things as well. (laughs) (laughs) Something that's interesting. So Glenn uh, Glenn Plummer, he was in Funny Farm, Trespass, Menace to Society, Strange Days, Speed, and Speed Two. He's only one. Oh, he, that's right. He's only one of a couple of people. It's like who is it? Joe Morton, um, him, and because uh, she'll know. Yeah, she'll know the moment. Oh, absolutely. Uh, and then who else? So yeah, it was Sandra Bullock, him, and uh, Joe Morton, or whoever it was, were the only guys who were in both speed movies. Uh, then he was in Saw Two. And he was in ER. He was in the first season of Sons of Anarchy. Then he was in Showgirls 2. There was a sequel to this movie. He was the showgirl. That's what I'm thinking. I know he's all pissed off now, but I'm telling you, buddy, you, you, you did pretty well there. Yeah, you did okay. I mean, like, you did pretty darn... And uh, apparently she's so smart, she knows. She's like, I'll only let you bang me when you love me. Mm-hmm. He's like, how how is one of those things proven? What was that? She was just walking away all angry, and then she did this weird sprint that um, it reminds me of what was it? Scary movie. There's a scene where like Anna Ferris has to like run away, and she runs away like a freaking crazy person. I like Anna Ferris. She just quit that that show she was on there. Mom, Mama. yeah. Well, and it's going into its last season now, apparently. So I don't know if she was just. Uh, if like another opportunity had come up for her or something that like had right. she waited, she wouldn't have gotten or I just don't know these things. Well, I don't know this one thing. She has a very popular podcast though called unqualified. Oh, no way. Yeah. It's not as popular as ours. I know. Come on. No, no, they all can't be. I mean, really, you mm-hmm. know, it's Some like these uh, little upstarts. I feel bad yeah. for them. You know, it's like us. Then it's like Joe Rogan. Then like Conan O'Brien needs a friend and office ladies and I like the idea that office ladies office ladies they just won like the award for best podcast actually oh they did yeah they did it's a good podcast were we up I, we weren't up for it not this time I don't know what Bro, happened whatever I think it's uh it's probably my fault what else okay but buddy here. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> he doesn't do the that once in this movie. What, what was he was he in anything else of verhoven's because verhoven likes to cast all the same people i don't recall here i've got him up here somewhere 
Do I? Maybe I don't. He's not in Total uh, Recall. Oh, no. You know what's actually interesting? So he's upcoming in Goonies 2, but I, f- I found when I was looking him up, he's in two of those, like, he's in two movies that were, like, like produced by like super duper like right wingers and stuff like that that are essentially like republican propaganda there's one um and both of them star john voight so you really know that they mean it awesome Uh, one is about roe versus wade and it's like you know putting the abortionists out as the evil people and then the other one uh, oh yeah, they called it a conspiracy and all this uh, whatever stuff. And then there's another one about like the life of Ronald Reagan. <laughs> also heavily in conspiracy. Yeah, well, it's very much like you see, like the cast. It's like I, I'm willing to bet Christie Swanson's also in it, and uh, fucking Lorenzo Lamas and Scott Baio. You know, <laughs> the usual she stick, all, Kevin is, is Sorbo. Is she mad that he's got another girl there? Of course. She does. He doesn't, or she doesn't understand the Vegas rule. If you're on your period, that's an open week. That's like a break. Yeah. So we're on a break. She's always wearing like the most makeup. I also oh, noticed that. Yeah, she does have a heavy uh, amount of eye makeup on. Although I think she was just at a show, so that's fine. But here's another thing: as somebody who's been to Vegas, don't wear that leather coat ever. it's the hottest thing in the world oh it's the fake girl look it's the it's the robot yeah she does though like she has a little bit of like carla gugino and a little bit of like um joey lauren adams she looks like uh, i want to say her name's like not like zoe or she looks like her name is like like the 90s movies i agree well that was why i said joey lauren adams yeah, or something. Yeah, like, Joy, or yeah, that that might exactly be the name, actually. Mm-hmm. But this yeah. is a riveting film. Is it? I have. I honestly haven't oh. watched most of it. <laughs> <laughs> I I think basically what we're having here is a timed conversation. <laughs> it's just like, this is how much time we have until our conversation is over and it's bedtime. <laughs> Oh, they're talking about the show. There he <laughs> is. I wonder if how other how like if this was the reason they put him in, you know, as you know, maybe like a little uh you know, like inside joke that he was the 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 dancer instructor here and then he's the dance instructor in <laughs> Curb Your Enthusiasm. Maybe, but he's been in a lot of stuff and I mean he's well known for comedy. Like he's I, I'm gonna look him up because he was in Seinfeld. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was definitely. I can't remember who he was in Seinfeld, but he's definitely in Seinfeld. Yeah. And which is probably more likely how he got the role for um, Curb, seeing as it's the same producer, right? Right. Um, right. <laughs> I'm not agreeing to that. No, I'm not. I'm not kowtowing to your lo- your weird logic. I gotta. Okay. Uh, I don't like usually researching shit in the middle, but you're just gonna have to keep things entertaining while I find this guy. <laughs> Hunt. Oh, I love these whole like this. Uh, I love the, the 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 whole backstage thing, you know, and you see, you know, like Black Swan or you know they're backstage doing their makeup, you know, like the rodeo clown or you know. Mm-hmm. 
It was kind of I loved I just loved the the aesthetic look of the lights with with the mirror. Oh, absolutely. I missed that. You know, like I saw an old picture a little while ago of us in like the dressing room for um, I think it was uh, 12 Angry People, which was our 12 Angry Men thing because we're woke and we allowed women to be angry right. as well. But uh but yeah, it was it was one of those ones, and I remember because I was too shitty at doing any of that. I had somebody do, <coughs> excuse me, I had somebody doing my makeup, and it was a picture of me like with my arms wrapped around her. I'm like, man, I acted like I had so much confidence in high school. I probably could have like done quite well for myself had I done something about it. It's better to not do your makeup because then some girl will come over and do it for well, you. Well, that was precisely what happened. Oh, yeah. And every now and then they'll be like, oh, I got to sit in your lap to get to this where you're like, oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> this is why I'm in it, right? The perks. I have to straddle, straddle your face for some reason. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So the actor in uh, question, his name is, I just lost it again. It's Patrick Bristow. And literally the first two roles I, I came up with, well, he plays the bellhop. He was the bellhop in an episode of Webster. Then he was, oh, he's the bellboy in Delirious with John Candy. He's a hotel manager in Charlie Hoover, whatever that show is. Uh, he was uh, the bellboy or the bellman in Step by Step. The great Patrick Duffy. Talk about being friggin' typecast, eh? I know, right? And then he was in Showgirls, so he was like in a lot of nothing. Then he was in Showgirls, and I'm trying to find. So he was the wig master in Seinfeld. That oh, yeah, that's the wig master. He was in Mad About You for five episodes. He was in Drew Carey episode for an episode. It was mostly a lot of one episode things. He was a stage manager in Friends, which I also remember him from. What would you get for like one episode on a huge show? You know what it is? Um, I don't think like it's the money at the time that it's the big payoff, although it's probably still fairly decent. It's the money after because I remember uh, Lewis Black. I went and saw him live one time and he was talking on stage. Somebody he had like a little like Q&A at the end of his show and somebody asked him about uh, being on the Big Bang Theory. And he was in two episodes, I think he said. And uh, he said, to this day, there is no job that he makes more money off of than the repeats of those two episodes. He's like, because it airs everywhere all the time. He's like, that episode pretty much airs like every day somewhere in the world. And he's like, and I get paid for every single time it plays. That's awesome. Like, well, I guess that's, is that like automatically in their contracts or something? Or do you have to work that out? No, it's a residuals thing with the, mm -hmm. union, with the uh, actor's union. That's so, wicked. And then it's, um, who was it? Yvette Nicole Brown it explained it, I guess, depending on your slot on the call sheet, uh, you get like this kind of diminishing return. So slowly, like, like this year it's worth this much and next year it's worth this much until it like is worth like a penny. And she's, and she's like, I, she said she still regularly receives checks for like 10 cents for some, for some roles and stuff that she did like 20 years ago. A check. It'd be oh my God, the monkeys running through here. Yeah. Get those naked monkeys out of here. See, you know what's great? I almost wish that we weren't playing the um, closed captions on this. 
it would be so much funnier to me if we were just trying to figure out what happened. Like, what the hell is going on? Mm. Hey, that guy who just walked past, he was in, like, uh, re- uh, Rescue Me and stuff like that, but he hasn't yeah, so far had, a like, ton a of li- shit, actually. There he is. I was going to say, right he's, had, he's had hardly a line in this movie, but... That guy's in tons of stuff. Yeah. It's really good in Rescue Me. Rescue Me was a much better show than I gave it credit for, but I stopped watching at a certain point, and I don't really know why. I'm, I'm, I don't know if maybe it was just getting crazy or if I was just... Yeah, because you probably started watching Community. It was right around that time. That makes sense. That lines up. This guy's like, I quit. I can't put up with these brides anymore. Mm-hmm. He's like, see ya. Can't even tell which one's which, for God's sakes. <laughs> Where's the black lady? Oh, there's one. Never mind. <clears throat> well, they removed the black lady for being too black, I think it was. That's a very weird thing. Like, how do you discuss that? Or is it, she looked like Scarlett Johansson under that makeup there for a second? Um, but like, so it was just a moment where that just a little rub from Kyle McLaughlin to uh, Gina Gershon there. And it's like, is that something that they work out ahead of time? Or is that something that like the director asked for? Either way, it's creepy as fuck. What did you do? Give her a little nipple twist there? That's before precisely she went on? what he did. Some of you need a nipple twister, you mm-hmm. need a fluffer, you need a nipple twister, you know? Yeah. A lot goes into these shows, man. I'd have to look into it, but this looks like it's the exact same theater that they shot the Wayne Newton stuff in, in uh, Vegas Vacation. <laughs> it's that it's that exact same kind of like floor plan and the uh, Right. Area, it probably right? is. It's Vegas, man. Yeah. Or probably not. It's probably just a theater. Yeah, this is probably yeah. This is like every old, every one of the old uh, casinos has a theater like this, and it's it, this appears to be a uh, Scientology based dance thing. Oh, it's it's exactly the same set mm-hmm. and everything. That was just like, Zenu. And then Zenu came down yeah. and he allowed nudity. Yeah. Well, that's what I think Gina Gershon was doing. Like the the volcano exploded, and now she is. She's Xenu and everybody else is a Thetan or something like that. Oh, yeah, I like that. I'm going yeah. to turn this into something. <laughs> and then most of the, and then at least half of the dancers on here are Tom Cruise's dream. <laughs> the the males. Yes. I wasn't going to get into it because he, he gets litigious. <laughs> oh, he sure does. <laughs> South Park and us. Fucking right. This is not the greatest dancing. See, the dude I should be at least showing a little, yeah. a little dingling. I mean, come on. <laughs> I, you know what though, we've talked about this before. When like um, Jason goes to hell, we when we did that and stuff like that. It's I'm I'm all for the what's good for the goose is good for the gander. It's like if you're gonna right. have a bunch of naked women, have a bunch of naked dudes too. Exactly, just to stop the haters, you know. Yeah, and that's not my bisexuality poking through. We objectified everyone. What's your problem? Yeah. Did we miss someone? Yeah, for sure. I was going to say. We the monkeys in there. We got everything. Exactly. And they were mostly naked. They were bottomless at the very least. <laughs> they were either playing with themselves or flinging the animals. <laughs> it's crazy to me how busy these are. Like, it's like, oh, God, I got to do a full, we, like, how many, like, costume changes in this weird dance show? I wanted to see what this whole show was. And seeing as, like, you're naked the whole time, it's, it's apparently just wigs. 
Yeah, it's that's exactly like, what are you it. gonna put on like a new pair of boobs? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like just change your wig and get back out there. You need to look like Mimi Rogers for the second act. <laughs> that goes with Tom Cruise as well. That's what I was saying. <laughs> that's that's why I went there. My cat just scared the shit out of me. So all of a sudden I just felt something like bang into my arm and it was just my over aggressive cat love. Oh, we just said it right there too. There, see. Oh my god, <laughs> that was the ultimate time. As much as I love a little pussy, right when my cat rubs up against me. Oh, she's pissed off. I do feel bad for her. Like I don't think she's a good actress in general, but I feel like she deserved like at least like a career of like Lifetime movies or something like that. Oh, yeah, that's a great career, dude. That is it. Oh, oh that is like, it's lucrative, oh, man. man. Like, like those... Van Dean, like he's killing it. Like they were saying, I think it would like Lifetime and Hallmark make like a hundred movies a year. Oh, yeah, they make mad cash. It's, you know, I broadcast like Hallmark Christmas movies year round at work. It's like they cannot make them fast enough. They filmed them all in like the same little town too. Yep. Somewhere in Ontario. Yeah. It's just, and it's the same one. Every time they pick a blonde woman who's too liberal to be on Fox news. And then, and then they just make her a busy businesswoman who only likes the business. And then it's, she comes back and she's like, Oh, this grubby guy who like I used to go to high school with, he's still in town. And then she learns what love is with him. And then she doesn't (laughs) want to leave. (laughs) <laughs> that's then, exactly it and then and then, yeah and then she gives up her career to help like work in his diner or bed and breakfast or whatever like yeah. small business and now she knows what true love is yep <laughs> that's so true that's exactly <laughs> what those movies are is that true. johnny depp <laughs> I was trying to come up with a good joke, but you bet you crushed me. You just... Holy Lord, look at him. Ooh. This just, is pre-Amber just, Heard. I was going to say, before he could afford all the scarves, he didn't have that uh, Pirates of the Caribbean money to spend on scarves yet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or, or the islands. Yes. You would have think that you would have thought that that would have made him more money. He owns all those islands. Pirates of the Caribbean could have shot on all of them. It would have been a good synergy thing for him. I love this whole thing. Like, I'm totally with Gina. This girl's after you, girl. I know. Gina. Can't you just be friends and wait your turn? Like, holy Lord. Gina Gershon is the queen of that face. Like, nobody makes that face like her. It's like the little, (laughs) like, smirk. It's like a little cocky, a little bitchy, a little. Yeah, I was going to say it's the bitch, the bitch smirk. Look at that. Ooh, you know who she she would have made a good. She would have made a good Carmen Sandiego back in her day. Ooh, I agree. Actually, she would have been amazing. Oh, totally right with the hat down over (sighs) one eye or whatever. Yeah, yeah, that's a good call. But now I'm casting a, a hot Latina in that role for obvious reasons. Oh, look at this is their scene. This is like Pacino and De Niro. <laughs> it is, it's they the know heat you know, they know they're arch enemies. Yeah. I'm trying to think. I'm pretty sure the big confusing thing about Vegas is you can walk through a lot of like the hotels and just kind of keep going. And so I walked through. This might be the Venetian. 
It's I either, love that, that they're all kind of together. Yeah. I like that when you said that you can get like a drink and then go into the next place and refill it. Yeah. Oh, there's all sorts of stuff you can do. It was like, I, I'll never forget. That was, the, again, it was our first night we were on Fremont and it was Carrie's first experience. And again, I don't drink. So um, I am really a lame person when it comes to like going to Vegas, aren't I? I was like, I was all no, about the no, fucking. It depends, right? As long as you're having fun, what the hell, right? I was, yeah, I was afraid of the cocaine. My only, uh, my the naughtiest thing I could say I did there was I sought the guys out who were giving out the hooker cards. Because you I see like them. those; those are hilarious. And you came with like a whole stacked deck of like, yeah. Well, you see them everywhere too. They're on every street corner, and they're like doing this weird little flick move. And if you make eye contact with them, it's in your hand. Like oh, almost done. instantly. Yeah, exactly. And it's just, so I would have stacks of them and Carrie's like, why do you keep collecting them? And I thought it was funny. Uh, just like collecting with my wife, all these pictures of naked women for like hookers and stuff like that. But I also thought it was extra funny when the, like the uh, cleaning staff came in, there was just like a deck of cards of hookers next to the bed. <laughs> it was like, I felt like it was a better, it was, it was a better shot of our getting our sheets cleaned. They're like, sheet cleaner. They're like, yeah, we got to boil this room. This person is hooker crazy. Oh my God. Look at they're having this. Like you're a whore talk here. <laughs> it they're, getting they're getting deep on this one here. Mm -hmm. She's like, you're a whore. Maybe you're the whore. Whore. <laughs> uh, uh, we've had this conversation so many times. Right before we started shooting today. Yeah, exactly. But uh, we were, I'll never be like you, a naked dancer. Oh, wait a minute. I'm exactly <laughs> like you. Um, she would make a good Carmen Sandy. And now that you said that, I was like, that's a good one. Bam. It's a little too late now, but. I know, like right on. It's never yeah. too late. Yeah, exactly. We can either, we could de-age her or we can leave her as is. It'll be fun. Oh, yeah, Gina, leave her as is. to me? And on top of all this, it's daytime and they're drinking. How <laughs> naughty. That's when they have to drink. They work in the night. I like you have the two like Texas businessmen, but in the middle, you just have a full on cattle rustler. It's like they didn't have a bolo tie for the third guy. No, he's like their uncouth friend, right? Yeah. They brought their bud right from the farm. That's he's amazing. not making as much as them. He's still wrestling. That's amazing. I tell you, though, I really appreciated the ability to walk between all the hotels and stuff like that. Worst case scenario, if the hotels weren't owned by the same people, you'd have to, like, leave the hotel at the end and then, like, Riding. right away and just go right back in. Because, I mean, like, the days were, like, 100-degree days. There was one day, the day that we renewed our vows, actually, they had to cancel flights in Las Vegas airport because the tires were melting to the tarmac. Holy shit. So, and that was the day we, we renewed our vows in front of the Las, the welcome to Las Vegas sign. So I was wearing pants and like a suit jacket and the whole deal. Oh no, I didn't have a suit jacket. I just wore a dress shirt. But, uh, so I would, that's how I was dressed though in long pants and stuff like that. And we walked to the welcome to Las Vegas sign, which was like maybe a 40 minute walk. Oh my god, I'd be dying. Oh, I was so sweaty and oh the sun god. was just beating down on us. Talking about sweaty. Not these great. girls were they're having like a like a I hate you slash love you. Yeah. 
like dance lesbian dance off. Yeah. There's nothing I want to do more than go to friggin' Vegas with you, though. I want to go. I want to go. I want to go see zombie uh, burlesque if it's still there. And I always want to see me all morning. I'd yeah. stay up all night like I do now. <laughs> well, I just go do, do something in the day, like go eat breakfast yeah. or something. I just yeah. Well, I used to hear the best stories, and I'm sure they still exist in places, but, like, I used to hear the best stories of, like, the $3 breakfast buffets and stuff like that, and I'm like, count me in, but, like... Was uh, any good? Like, we, well, I, f- f- they were worth $3. Three. I, I, I don't know. I don't know if they were as good as the ones, like, I was eating at, but they were, like... For three dollars, you you were not permitted to complain. I guess I agree with you. If you go yeah. to a three dollar breakfast buffet, yeah, yeah, there is no complaining. Yeah. Excuse me. Can I get this bacon a little crispier? You get shot in the leg. Yeah, just horks right on your yeah. plate. Why you are there children with a teddy bear at this weird place? Why isn't it like sign my teddy bear? Exactly. It's probably their kid. She's like, just go play with somebody's boobs already. I got well, stuff to do. That's actually I was I was looking around. Oh, there are. I was gonna say, do they have this like little boy amongst all these topless women? And yeah, they do. This is either gonna make this boy the like just a serial murderer. Yes. Or like the world's greatest Lothario. There's like, or maybe <laughs> both mixed together. Cause like, there's no way this poor boy can hang out with all these undressed old ladies. I, hey, is this even allowed nowadays? Like who is that kid? I don't know. I think it was, I, I think it was just, um, what's his face? Uh, Verhoeven in disguise. <laughs> that was rope. <laughs> Everybody act natural around me. I'm a little boy. That's that's actually still in my uh like I have an agent. Uh yeah. I never get any work because my only role I said I will only do one role. I'm a little <laughs> boy in backstage of a strip club. <laughs> and he's like, Todd, he's like, You're 40, you're you're like uh, a man child. Yeah. And I'm like, Well, I don't give a fuck. That's the only role I'll play. He's still looking. Yeah. We'll find it. We'll find out. Yeah. You're on your deathbed and they're like, we found it. And you're like, oh, joy. <laughs> Roll me in. <laughs> Get me a lolly. It'll sell the image. <laughs> I don't like these outfits. With the leather? No. I don't know what the deal is with, with uh, like that. As Well, because it's supposed to be like bondage, whatever, right? I know. I don't dig it. Mm -mm. I don't like, like, you see people try to get away with similar things like that. Are they at a, they're doing this at a boat show? Boat show. I I guess I get it. Have you you ever been to a boat show? Yes. Not a boat show that had like yachts. (laughs) Just regular boat, like speed boats. Just like a dinghy show. It was just a dinghy show. Mm -hmm. I guess this is the... Uh, this is the version, uh, the Las Vegas version of any of these things. It's probably like going to E3 or anything like that. Like Comic-Con. Yeah. Well, Comic-Cons in San Diego, they have respect for themselves. Well, they know they do. They do a uh, like porn one. Yes. I don't oh, know what the name of it is, but they do have one and they, it's all the porn stars. and They do actually. And it was... Um... God, who was it? who did it? I want to say it was probably Tosh who went to one of those things and he was trying to get uh he was trying to create like new fetishes to make videos for 
He's like, we gotta like, un- we gotta like find some untapped wells here. And I think one of them was like Q-tipping, so he's making like porn stars like Q-tip themselves and stuff like that. That sounds hot. It was pretty hot. Oh, there's Buddy again there in the middle. Uh-huh. Seen this guy multiple times. I'm ninety percent sure he's a ghost. <laughs> Like he's just somebody who, keep, yeah. It's like he's like you find out that he's her father who died. Oh, like, oh, yeah. It's she's like freaking out. Why is she so mad? Because that's the only thing she does in this movie. Well, he's pissed. Well, You'll never dance that. on a boat for money again. Now See, go back that- to your. <laughs> now go back to your weird kabuki basement. <laughs> <laughs> oh god that that haircut i don't like it makes him look like a little boy this is the that's what gina gershon likes yeah i guess um i guess that's the whole conundrum oh. in in the whole thing i guess with being like a stripper or something like that in that industry because i remember like we were talking about that porn you know, convention. Yes. And the girls that would be there, it was just like all day long. The dudes being like, can I touch your boobs? Oh, it's straight. You know what I mean? And it's just like, Oh my God, man. Like Jesus Christ. Like, this is just my job. It's not who I am 24 seven. Well, I follow a lot of people on Twitter and stuff like that who go to a lot of these things. Like, you know, and I've, you know, I've spoken to like Phyllisa Rose from, uh, sleepaway camp and and these people and they go to these things and it's like they have to do the same thing over and over again she's got like the famous look from sleepaway camp that look yeah and like make the face and so like that's literally like probably what she's doing all day long and it's like there's a level of it that you're like oh you like to do it because you fans like it and it's cool and whatever and then there's a version of like i've been doing this all fucking day it'd be like asking um What's his face to do the Carlton Alfonso Ribeiro? Hey, do do the Carlton. Like he lost his mind over that. Like in 2000, people were still asking him to do it. He's like, no, I'm fucking done with that. Like I did did that as a job and now that's no longer a thing. And if I was standing in line and mm -hmm. I'm watching, uh, you know, the make, I'd be like, don't make the face. I just like your autograph and a picture. That's, and you know what? I always feel like that. The goddamn face. I always feel like that too. I'm like, I don't want to be like some kind of weird burden to you. It was like, just because I'm handing you money doesn't mean that, like, I own you for our length of time together or something like that. And then if you translate it, which is the point I was thinking about getting at anyways, was <laughs> the uh, was the was just the basic idea that, like, those poor porn actors, it's like, you know, Felissa Rose does the face. So what do they get? You know, you get the porn star to do what they're known for. Let my little boy the come face. on your face. Oh, here she goes. Uh-huh. It's a very shiny. It looks like a high school. Where is she? What is this? Like naked <laughs> high school? It's a bunch of backpacks. Like what the fuck? Like I feel like that's not the way anybody shaves their legs. You don't know. I well, I just like Jeez, big. Sh- up, look- not down, idiot. Yeah. Well, no, but I'm just of the mind that you probably don't get dressed for your show. Before you do that, I don't know. You don't know how did she get her like the stage manager job? Oh, that that person got oh. flat out fingered. What happened? Oh, one of the dancers grabbed her bum. Yeah, 
See, this is the thing. He doesn't mean it because he's gay. This is something. You mean it? You're gay. This is something that I learned about um, male dancers from um, Madonna's documentary, the Truth or Dare documentary. Is that like male dancers? The gay male dancers are the worst people in the world. (laughs) They are. There was. I remember a very specific scene because one of her dancers, one of her male dancers was straight and like the guys were just harassing him nonstop and she had to like take him aside and like, like he was crying. They were being so friggin' horrible to him and stuff. And I'm just like, I, I almost was waiting for her to go, you see, this is what it's like for a woman every fucking minute of every fucking day. <laughs> exactly. Right. <laughs> <laughs> enjoy it but but no she was actually quite uh empathetic and stuff like that uh-oh what oh shit she just what dropped just marbles or something like that oh so he's trying to fuck somebody up this is which is brilliant i'm really on board for this i want to see we what happens marbles. i told Whoa, you it's pretty chunky on the my marbles. i know this is, oh, ho- this is dangerous i know hopefully the next time we record a movie you'll, oh no Oh. Who threw the marbles? That was I. I don't know. If only there were some hungry hippos around there, we would have avoided this completely. <laughs> oh my god, they're falling everywhere! Oh, she was like, I was trying to figure out how she was being uh, like risen up. It looked like somebody was lifting her at first, but then she just kept going, and I'm like, what's happening? Uh oh. Uh-huh. Well, they find out later that there was. Uh-huh. Looks like she's crying. It looked like she. Well, she smashed up her knee, but I thought it looked like she landed on her back originally. Well, you you still mess your knee up falling like that. Yeah, I guess I messed up my knee. Poor Annie. Looks like they're going to be somebody having to take that spot. Uh oh. Oh, look! Look, he found it. He's like the marbles all over the place. He's like the detective. He's a stage manager slash like. Well, you're also show police. He's yeah, like, exactly. got evidence what here. He's like, I'm gonna get this down to the lab right away. <laughs> oh no! Three months out, you're done, girl. It's oh, over. Yeah. Must well go back home to Kansas. Well, and that's the other part of that too is like the age limit of like or the the lifespan of the dancer. Right? It's like, oh, I'm in my late twenties. Like, I better re- I better turn out some real success soon. Otherwise, we're screwed. <laughs> yeah it's like if i if, if i haven't like starred like in a dance review by the time i'm 26 years old then i'm officially a porn actress well yeah i'm telling you well you, you, you there's only like a certain age that's going to be able to keep that body up for christ's sakes right mm-hmm. that's what pays that's what pays the bills <laughs> She's the, uh, is it just me or is she the only likable character in this movie? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. They're all just a bunch of like, well, it's the industry. That's what this movie's supposed to be about, yeah. I guess. I was going to say too, is it? I could pick something. I was yeah. probably like the evils of the biz, you yeah. know, what it does to you. Yeah. Well, and some of it has to be that she just seems kind of motherly, but I think a part of it is just, she's also the only real human being that shows up on screen during this entire movie. Yes. <laughs> I like she that all her dresses do this. She would absolutely be like, if if I was going out, you know, after the show, I'd go with her. 
absolutely you'd have a yeah. laugh you'd have a great oh time. my god yeah. you'd go up with any of the other girls you'd, you'd just be like i'm gonna kill myself <laughs> you know what i'm you... gonna go into the bathroom right now yeah you order dessert i'm gonna go to the bathroom and fucking hang myself yeah. you, this is her i'm discovering my roots moment if you haven't figured that out yet <laughs> she's like she's like hey remember remember the old days last month at the strip club that's what i gotta get back to <laughs> That's when she understood, you know, now yeah. she's being polluted. And- yeah. uh, that woman, she seems to me like the thing that would happen to you the most if you hung out with her is you would be like, she would constantly be making you motorboat her in a non-sexual way. <laughs> she would just always be grabbing you and just going like, blah, blah, blah. I love a good non-sexual motorboat. Yeah. Things just can be fun. Things can be, you know, a non-sexual motorboat makes you feel like home. You know exactly. You know, like when that ant comes in and just, well, there you are. Boop. <laughs> <laughs> I was afraid I that's where you were going, and it's where you did go, and I'm thrilled now. <laughs> I couldn't be happier. These places. Oh, here we go. He's got her now. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm trading up from uh, Gina Grishon to you. Yes. Well, it's because again, it's again. She's in in this movie. She's considered the old lady. It's like that big lady, and then Gina Gershon. It's like you're basically yeah. the same person to me. It's like <laughs> it's, he's already fashioning for her a dress that pops her boobs out as a joke. Because you know, it's like, who would want to see her like, boobs? It, it's like. It's okay. Uh-huh. Okay, so like Gina Gershon becomes too old and gets phased out, but he's not. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, well, come the, on. Well, I, it's because you have that time to become a silver fox. It's really a matter of how the man ages. If he ages gracefully, he can go forever. That's how like Hef, <laughs> that's how he, it happened for Hef. He was in his oh, yeah, 80s. Oh, yeah, because like 90-something. Like, he was sure aging great. Oh, my God. If you have neon. Yeah. Uh uh, palm trees next year but if that falls in there you're getting electrocuted like that is a dangerous <laughs> pool i do also because you were about to say the point that i was the biggest point the neon palm trees next to the real palm trees <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah that's a day see now that pool feels dangerous it does uh, that the, you know you know if you get electrocuted and you're naked they're gonna find your naked body do you get this scene the dolphins are spitting on her just like society okay i know oh, we promised not to go. talk about body parts but his butt is spectacular of course i mean come on you don't think that kevin mclaughlin's gonna ride into this Kyle? unprepared for the yeah. butt shot yeah this is a very weird that's just wasteful but did you notice so she's only doing this to further her career i, I guess um did we also notice, though, that the dolphins were spitting on her, much like society has? <laughs> Spit on oh, the dolphins? He must have dropped something. She wanted to find his contact lens. Yeah. That's still one of my favorite things of all time. Oh, my God. We were... Oh, that's not that's not imagery, if I've ever seen it. Well, he, did he just wait. swim away from that? He's like, that's enough of that, now, sweetheart. <laughs> He's like, He's like, I'm done. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was he was quick the first time when she lap danced him too. Um, oh, what was I just gonna say? That 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 kind of takes you out of everything. Takes me in. There you go. This has got a real wild things vibe to it. 
Yes, it does. Like the way her hair is. The I was way, think like, Gina Gershon was in it, but Gina Gershon was in the other one um, with Jennifer Tilly. Yeah, um, the one that the Wachowskis wrote. Yes. And directed. Bound. Bound, yes. I Bound. always think it's Jade. Can I also point out that like whatever she thinks she's doing doesn't look like sex? Oh, this is Vegas sex, bud. Like she's doing that thing. Like she, what she's doing is creating a wave pool and nothing more. Well, I heard it's actually it's not the best idea for women to have sex in a pool. No, it's a very bad idea, actually. Yeah. If you ever watched um, in the States, it was called Sex with Sue. Here it was called Sunday Night Sex Show. She will tell you not to do it because yes, it can that's force, exactly where I remember it from. It's called because it forces like water and air up yep. there and causes all yep. kinds of problems. So don't do it. Also, water is not as good a lubricant as natural lubricant. Or even fake lubricant. Yes. He's got a taxi coming to send. Oh, I thought he was like literally just getting rid of her right there. I'm like, oh, you dog. No, no, no. He calls his penis the taxi. (laughs) (laughs) Why? Because it's yellow and it's got white and black spotches all the way up the side. (laughs) (laughs) And I charge you way more to ride it than it deserves. (laughs) five bucks just to get in <laughs> in yeah like once you sit into a cab it's yeah. like 4.95 and you're yeah. like holy grace i thought i was i thought i was gonna die in vegas one but like literally the first thing we did oh hey they have cocaine rad oh that's the uh, first time there you go we're just, just having a little, the road just having a little dip just into get this me work <laughs> that's the that's a different type of living where you just have cocaine out. Yo, you know what? You know why she did that? She didn't do that because she's going to get the job. She did that to undermine Gina Gershon. Oh, yeah. That's why she did it. It's, hey, it's be all like, the check me out. That is the oh, shortest dress going, ever. What's that? I said that is the shortest dress ever. No, it's not. No. What's going on? Was she why like is uh, she like oh. on a weird drug? She was giggling when she walked in the door. <laughs> it's like they have a weird like college dorm relationship where they're just always like, ha ha. <laughs> did you stay up all night? I sure uh, did, girl. Yeah. Hey, what were you doing? Absolutely nothing. Just daybed fun. Daybed fun. Yeah. Well, you know what I mean? This is like my life. Dark. You know, yeah. I dance all night. <laughs> I wake up on a day bed with my girlfriend showing up, and she's like, "What's up?" And I'm like, "You've been up all night." She's like, "Yeah, girl." I'm like, mm-hmm. I like that she just has potato chips. No brand, just says potato chips. Oh yeah, those are the cheap ones. They yeah. spend all their money on cocaine. Okay, they they cannot uh, afford to be choosy on the chips. <laughs> They're like underground. They probably get snuck in because yeah. if they don't have like, uh, you know, like uh, fried ice and donut holes for dinner to keep their figure going, they'll be beaten. Mm. Did you just get the vibe watching those three girls dance like it was the Total Recall? Not the Total Recall, the Running Man dancers? Yes. It was just like. Was well, like you said that actually. Yep. <laughs> I was like, Sub-Zero. <laughs> oh, wait, do you see the real Sub Zero? Oh, I'm really, really looking forward to that. Oh, uh, yeah. They, apparently, Buddy said that they're like, you know, the fight scenes are amazing, apparently. I'm looking forward to seeing what they do with it. 
I'm looking forward to seeing what Elizabeth Berkeley does to gain her position. <laughs> I you think know, there's something what to be said to Gina about, you know, aging gracefully out. Like yeah. You cannot hold on to the spotlight forever. You have to uh-huh. understand that the new young pups are hungry and they're coming up, you know? Yeah. But this is to me like, again, like a person's dream is their dream, whatever. But the idea that you would get into like that your dream would be to get into something where even if you were the most successful person in the world at it, you would be done doing it before you were 30. Right. Like, it's just like, Oh, I'm going to be the greatest dancer there ever was. And then I hope I marry well. Like, <laughs> like there's nothing. Oh, here he is. He's like, fuck off, bitch. Yeah. Do Ooh. I know you? She's like, yeah, we're married. You know, oh, she's enjoying the dance. <laughs> Kyle McLaughlin, I feel like he just only took roles that were just like, that made him seem creepy. Uh-oh. Uh, I d- oh, shit. Here we go. Fisticuffs. Uh, she's wearing like a Cleopatra Jones onesie. Because she's ready to throw down. Yeah. Yeah. A roundhouse kick is coming any minute. Oh, yeah. Here we go. The big fight scene. Uh-huh. See, if they were dudes, they would just fight it out, and then it would be done. Yeah. And if I had it my way, it would be uh, Eastern Promises. Naked, exactly. Naked oh, steam. shit. Something just happened there. Did she just yank her hair or something? Yeah. I think she grabbed at it. looked like she grabbed at her mole. Ooh. And she's like, I, you know what? She's like, you know, it would throw me back to the top. Two moles. And then she tried to rip it off of Elizabeth Berkeley's face. I was going to say this is there's just a random like non sequitur scene where like somebody assaults um Cindy Crawford and they steal her mole and then you see two <laughs> Gina Gershon moles on the, in the next scene she's like come they back be, baby you know they should be going to the old uh, Morgan Freeman he's got oh. moles to spare you want a mole girl Woo. you could literally just shake some moles off of him <laughs> he's like, got like a mole dumpster in the back you just go pick him up with a handful you just grab him by the face, and you're like, "Who's a good boy? Who's a good boy?" And they're just raining down <laughs> on him like, um, like American Beauty rose petals. <laughs> Would she just get like an anonymous tipster for a new strip club? Oh Uh-oh, yeah, she did it. Uh oh, Gina Gershon's like, "You don't belong here, girl. You better go back to the strip uh-huh. club." It's a large. That's a large ass dressing room for. It's a big ass ring. Yeah. Again, I don't know what the show is that they're doing that would necessitate that, like, she's such a, or that, like, dictates that she's such a bigger star than everybody else. Like, usually she, saw, those, she like, had people coming up, cowboys coming up. Yeah. She's probably on the billboard for the show. You oh, know? no, she's I, the, the, no doubt. The, like, the I, star. like, I'm, I see how they're, um, establishing that for the movie. But what it's weird to me is just that it's, a thing at all because I feel like those types of shows are like an ensemble kind of thing. It's not like there's the, here's the soloist dancer who does all the big dancing. Everybody else, the the remaining 65 people are merely background. Yeah. They all look like they're pretty backgrounded. I never yeah. saw at all other than her coming out of the pearl 
Yeah. You know, anything that she had done that would make her the lead as opposed to anybody else. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's just, it doesn't seem to be that like way. It's just, she happens to be, you know, it would be like if you were doing, watching like a kid's tap dance routine and the one who was the teapot was just considered the star. What a thing to like be worrying about. Mm-hmm. You know, like like I know that like, this is her job and everything, but now she's like, I'm not the hot girl anymore, and I'm yeah. being phased out with this other girl who will show her boobies off now. And it's like, what a weird world! Like, I think about that every day. <laughs> it could be me. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just like, what a strange like. But man, they're making money, right? It's still the fame. It still counts as being in the biz. Yeah. Just please promise me you won't replace me with a 38-year-old dipshit. Oh, never. <laughs> never. 37. Oh, he is a, he's a dancer now. Oh, or was, look. Or was oh, he dancing? The, no, this is the routine that he wrote for mm-hmm. her. This is starting to be the scene. Oh, totally. You're right, too. But this is starting now to be the scene in uh, Karate Kid Part 3 after... Uh, Daniel joined Cobra Kai and realizes that it's not the way to be and that he's like returning to Mr. Miyagi. To say, like, <laughs> Did he? Yeah. Oh, do you not remember that movie? What the hell he joined the Cobra Kai? Basically what happens, so just to break down Karate Kid 3 for no reason during this podcast, uh, the, uh, he wants to uh, do the next year's tournament. So like they're obviously back from Japan and all that drama's over. Uh, you know, when he fought a man to the death as a teenager, uh, then, then, uh, so he finds out that the following year's tournament, uh, is coming up and that he has an automatic buy into the finals because he won the last year's tournament. And he's like, well, let's, he's like, let's go do the tournament. Like let's train and do the tournament. Miyagi says, no, and he's like, you already proved everything you needed to prove. That's not why we're, you did this. And so he decides he wants to go on with it anyways. So he ends up meeting up with this guy um, who... I know I'm like leaving chunks out. It doesn't really matter. It's uh, fine. But I'm le- uh, he meets up with this guy who you find out was is a Cobra Kai instructor and he explains he's like oh no crease was just a bad apple he's like that's not what the cobra kai is all about and he's like we believe in discipline but it's like blah 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 and he goes and then as he's doing you find out he's like torturing him he's like making him punch through boards and he's like his hands are bleeding and all this stuff and then you find out that crease was like behind it the whole time so Whoa. it's like, so it's like Crease and this guy are like together and they're like, ha ha ha. And then they bring out like the guy who's the bad boy of karate, who's going to be the one who like beats him at the tournament and stuff like it's really bad. And then he like becomes like really afraid. I don't know. I think we'll hear, we'll see more about that in Cobra Kai season three or four, whatever season. We're I should on. watch that show. It's supposed to be really Dude, good. Watch it. It is. It. It would be enjoyable for like the average person, but I think that for the uh, like for somebody who enjoyed the karate, at least the first two Karate Kid movies, like there's a lot to be had from it. It's just a lot of nostalgia and whatever. But like William Zabka, like crushes in that movie or in that show, really, really, really good. So I mean, it's definitely worth a look. Uh oh, she's being ousted. Uh oh. 
see now her her lust for she lost out on this big show <laughs> and now she can't strip at the other one. I can't strip at anything anymore. Yep, too bad, girl. I'll be lucky to take my panties off at a like a, a garage poker game. <laughs> oh, yo, you you know I don't know if I told you this but this dude that i know he ordered a pizza i love it Did I tell you this? no i love pizza though he he lives like in the outskirts of windsor okay and he ordered a pizza and i guess the local band that plays at all the bars oh you didn't like tell you me could this. go out yeah they come with the pizza and play like five six songs yeah you did tell me about that that's, I was like, awesome. that's the coolest idea man like that's fun it's like I don't know whether you get part of the tip. Do you have to tip them too? I'm like, do I have to tip YouTube? Because I just tipped the pizza driver. I'm like, yeah, this I is getting a little pricey. Exactly. This was you a $12 know? pizza, and now I'm like $40 deep. Yeah, like, what the hell? I don't like paying for it. Maybe if it was like the showgirls delivery pizza. That would or- be a bit much. I, d- I never want nudity that close to my food. Yo, like that, uh, there's like a Quebec restaurant where they serve you topless, like breakfast. Yeah, no thanks. And, and, and no, I agree. I 1,000% I yeah. agree. Yeah. I'm like, I don't think sex and my breakfast should no. come together. Yeah. And I don't want to have you know to look I mean? at I'm sunny side saying, up eggs and get confused. Yeah. I'm just like, well, you know, this is something that maybe I could do without. I'm like, you know, mm. when, you, when you think everybody's like, oh man, I go to that. I was like, no, I just rather go to the restaurant where the old lady serves me. And then maybe later in the day after I've, you know, maybe then I could see some titties. Yeah. Maybe lunch. Maybe lunch. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's like that whole there's five. It's five o'clock somewhere thing for drinking. <laughs> it's like I, I just woke up. Like, give me every time I shoot heroin just before I stick the needle in. I go, it's five o'clock somewhere. <laughs> it's five a.m. somewhere. Jam it in. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Now I'm just confused. I don't even know who anybody is. It's taking me like moments to kind of like parse out who everybody is. In I, this. I think they didn't, they just fire her. Oh, maybe they fired her as the lead yeah. and made her the understudy. Yeah. Like, Oh fuck. They're fighting now. Oh, here we go. Oh my gosh. She just knocked her over. Yeah. It's cause she's back, baby. This should, this needs to end in like a violent fight scene. Oh no. They're like having like a dance off. Mm-hmm. This is how you get it done in the slave girl world. <laughs> this is like, I feel like the audience should be all toads and salamanders from like hell comes to frog. This oh, is what they would watch. You know, this is like, like yeah. shut your hole. <laughs> oh, now they're going to finish. It's going to like drop kicker down. Oh, they're actually oh, just going oh, to be professional here it is right here. Oh, there this we go. Watch. I down the stairs. Now here's the question: Was that a nude stunt person? Whoa! Was... It, I saw it looked like it was really her. That's what, like my thing. <clears throat> what happened? Yeah, she Extured. knows. Oh, look, she saw her. Yeah. Oh, ho, ho. she's ruthless. And she had that face. She was making that face. Like, what? How dare you judge me for what? Who is behind her? Who is behind her? Can you really act a serious scene with your boobs uh, hanging out? It's very difficult. Uh, oh, yeah. Her friend saw her kick her down the stairs. Bam. Everybody. 
everybody's protecting each other. Oh, that scene they should have had. I think it's the cramps song, and it's literally Naked Lady Falling Down the Stairs. <laughs> the song is called Naked Lady Falling Down the Stairs. That's exactly what it sounds like. That's nice. <laughs> it should have been there. Is is that the only lyric? Because that would make me very I happy. hope so. <laughs> it's just like, what else is there to say? Yeah, exactly. like, I'm standing here. And now there's a naked lady falling down the stairs, but it's like, she doesn't even stop. Like she hits the corner, keeps rolling around down the next set. Yeah. Like she's really going. I would, I want to see a version of this show instead of like the slave girl or something like that. I want them to be dressed all sixties. And when they take off like their pants and it's um, like, they're just, they're wearing their G string or whatever. Those black wigs that they were just wearing are now their Merkins that are like sticking out <laughs> either side. <laughs> it looks like the lead singer of the Monkees is hanging around down there. All these What's guys. Mickey, Mickey Dolans? Yeah. His name. Oh, that's hilarious. All of these guys look like guys who wanted to be in casino and couldn't get in. And it was like, it was like, they were good enough to maybe be in Cannonball Run too, but not good enough to be in like good in fellas. <laughs> That's hilarious. It like totally would be too. Yeah. <clears throat> it's like, hey, I say use wise guys. How was I not in that movie? Nomi Malone. It's not a great name. It sounds like it would be like Carl Malone's daughter's name. <gasps> maybe that's why she's so messed up. She's, she wants to be famous. Like her oh, dad. Here Kyle. it is. The scene from the preview. I don't remember this very well. Actually, there's yeah, only, there's very few scenes that I remember very specifically. I remember the lap dance scene. I remember the, uh, the period scene. I remember the really down it. the stairs that, that I remember. I didn't well, remember. It's such a ridiculous, like, you know, yeah, I didn't remember the kick down the stairs, but I clocked it immediately. That's like the only thing that I remembered. Yeah. Is that kick down the stairs. Oh, look at her. She's the new queen. Again, it's a terrible. Whoever did this choreography is terrible. You should have got Glenn Plummer involved. This movie's like ruining nudity for me. (laughs) I don't even know what I like anymore. See, this is like when you go through a long haul, like when I was working at that dirty porn cinema, which is for real. Yeah. Um, I was literally just paying women to put clothes on. Yeah. My, the thing that bothers me the most about your stories there is that you and I weren't in, (laughs) no, no, it's, is that you and I weren't in direct convert, like communication at that time. Like what I want is for you to have called me after every single shift and like told me everything. (laughs) I was like, Showed you what happened. I was like, take me through your entire day. The guy in the background. I mentioned this in another episode, but it looked like Alan Culver. Look at say the with the blue vest in that. He looks like the yes. limo driver from the wedding singer, Alan Culver. Oh my god. Or Adam. Was oh, that his name? That guy's the man. He's in like yeah. every oh my god, she's now getting married to Buddy. Yeah. Oh no, this isn't their wedding. Everything is great. Those eye jewels are the worst. I see those and I freak out. Like I could not have, I could not imagine having like having eyelashes is already a bother enough for me. I feel like it's a little tacky. What? That he's dating the girl. Who oh, you just asked her. Did you just ask her? She pushed her. 
Oh, he's like, whatever. Oh, Julie's not. I don't know how this is working, but I think you and I are in slightly different parts of the movie. Uh, Even though uh, we're yeah, watching well, like a shared time. screen. Because I told you mine's a little chunky. Yeah, yours is jumping around. Mine is doing like, it's weird. It's the it's the way that the internet's sharing this. Have yeah, I believe the internet. Oh, she saw her. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah, that's a little too jewelerific. Yeah, it's but just around the eyes, man. It's like the only thing that would be worse than that would be like sticking one in my belly button, which is, as you know, a thing for me. Nobody. Oh, yeah, you love it. Oh, Jesus. Um, nobody apparently cares that she kicked her down the stairs. No, it's probably like, not like comes like, like you kicked her down the stairs, didn't you? Yeah, it, it's probably precisely how Gina got her job. Well, exactly. Like it's it, it's just the circle of life, right? It's like, you, uh, and it, in the end, they're like, "Oh, you did it." It makes me think about like the Phantom of the Opera, how like they had like the old, like the old diva, and then the young girl came and like replaced her and stuff like that. And it's like, "Oh, you're doing us a favor. Thank you." <laughs> oh, it's Julius oh. Caesar. Man, that didn't happen to me while I was there. I got to I know, play. Like, well, you weren't named like Miss Topless, uh, I, whatever year. I got to hold an Elvis's guitar. That was all right. Elvis's real guitar? No, you like what? There was a. Uh, um, there was when we were doing our wedding vows. There was an Elvis impersonator there, and he like thought up an idea for a photo because we were getting our photos done. Like this was right after we renewed our vows. And he um, said they should, he said he should like have her and like, he's like dipping her a little bit. Like he's like seducing her. And then I'd like hold up the um, guitar. Like I was going to honky tonk man him. And so, so <laughs> I've, I have a photo of that. I'll try and post some of these. Like up I was going to honky tonk yeah. You should have. That would show that motherfucker. That would have been the best. He just happened and to then like you put his gear on and then make tons of money. Yeah. It made the whole thing so much more interesting though, because we did our vows and it was nice and there were people there and they all clapped for us. And uh because like this it's the cool thing about Vegas, they have all kinds of weird shit going on there. And there was a guy and there was um there's a service where you could like get married anywhere. They're like, we'll come to your room and you just get married in your room or we'll meet you anywhere you want to go. We'll go to any building, whatever. And we were like, would you do it out in front of the uh, Welcome to Las Vegas sign? They're like, absolutely. We'll meet you there. And so we went there and there just happened to be an Elvis impersonator there, like taking pictures with like people in front of the sign and stuff like that. And then the um, guy who was performing the wedding knew that Elvis and then so he just kind of like jumped in and like jumped and jumped in on a bunch of our pictures and stuff. It was awesome. That's killer. Mm-hmm. I love this, this guy. guy. Here's the Chris Angel showing up. Yeah, he's so weird. I'm trying to like think about who that would be now. Like what weird like character actor. He's like probably somebody from The Walking Dead. Ooh. Definitely a British guy. Definitely a Brit. Mm-hmm. Mind you, it's hard to not be a British guy if you're in the Walking Dead cast. <laughs> he almost, he reminded me of Buddy from the painting in Ghostbusters 2. <laughs> Vigo. It's probably him. Yeah, it's probably him. 
Absolutely. That's brilliant. Who was also <clears throat> the um the boxer. Oh man, they fell in love fast. Um who he was also the boxer in um what's it called? Um Digstown that we watched. So was this whole movie just like a, a love story for these two? I don't a, even know. Wouldn't that be the best if it goes here, they walk away, and then the next scene is them sitting with their kids, and they go, and that's how we met. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they're like telling the story yeah. to their children. Who? Oh, my God, those security dudes. Oh, my God, are they like his rape squad? Yeah. yeah. I guess I'm way behind. I see the words before it happens. Yeah, that's happening to me, too. Oh yeah, because this is the this is the way to do it. Like you could have had her. Yeah. Anyways, why yeah. bring your rape gang in to rape her? Because I don't know. That's a little bit more. What exciting. the hell? Like they're all somebody too. Like that guy. I I don't recognize the guy on the right. The black guy. I'm pretty sure was. He may have been one an American gladiator. But I'm pretty sure that he was also like one of the guys from the League of Shadows. You think that guy's actually one of the American gladiators? I, he looked like he might have been raper. The guy in the middle. The guy in the middle is absolutely in stuff. I, I picture he was like an HBO shit. I feel this scene very. You know what I mean? Yeah. As you could say this with a lot of the scenes in this movie. Yeah. I feel like this this rape scene is really unnecessary. Yes. Like, why did this guy have to turn out to be like a raper dude? Hmm. Like they were totally, she would have totally like had sex with him 12 minutes later. Yeah. Like, I mean, like she didn't, oh my God, look, and then she like stumbled. I do not remember this at all. No, neither do I. And a lot of these movies have this kind of thing too. What was it? Um, Was it Crossroads? With Britney? The, The Britney Spears one has a random like rape scene. Or not the rape scene, but like at least the, the one girl had been raped. Or whatever. It's just, I feel bad. It's like we talked. Well, we talked. We talked about like how they forced a uh, they forced a white guy onto the all black yes. cast a thing. Yeah. Well, it's like whenever it's a mostly female cast, they have to force a rape into it. It's like, well, if you're yeah, all women, weird, somebody's right? gonna come in and rape you. How else are men? How else are men gonna assert their dominance? Right. Exactly. I just thought that that was so weird. Like, man, and like all those guys were just waiting in the one room. Like, it wasn't even just party. Yeah. Like, it just, yeah, it was just rape her in the lobby. Like, nobody's coming in. Like, what the fuck? Like, uh, not a fan. That was like, um, my wife was deeply affected by it, but I, I thought the same of the scene in the uh, Rob Zombie's Halloween where they like, some of the guards are randomly going to like rape the one girl. Like, what does this have to do with anything in Halloween? I was like, other than all the right, fact that you're making gar- all his movies, he hasn't made one yeah. good movie. Yeah. All See, his movies are ripoffs of other movies and he doesn't even do that. Right. Well, and like his first three movies were all friggin' Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yes. Just absolutely take the same movie, make yeah. the same movie. Yeah. And then, but at least like I, there were parts of the original, uh, or of the, uh, 
Halloween that I liked. There was a lot of stuff I didn't like, like that rape scene and stuff, for example. But, like, they did some things pretty well. And then there was, like, force-feeding his wife to us again was a problem. But uh, but then the second Halloween was just so garbage that you're like, yeah, it automatically makes me unlike everything I liked from the first one he did. Oh, I didn't like it at all. Uh, see, like, I wasn't I didn't like, like any of them. I was like, these movies suck. Like, to me, like, I would have given the movie overall, like, a five or a six. But, like, they just, like, there were just some spots where it was like, oh, okay, they made, like, Michael Myers is creepy and, like, it's good. Like, and, like, he did this I hated well, that but... whole, like, like, it didn't even make sense. It's like, okay, we bring Michael Myers out into the yard. And then he just stands there while we surround him with like barking dogs. Yeah. It's like, why do you even bring him outside then if this is what his outside time is? I know. And he was like, what, what is happening here? Like, it doesn't even make sense. Yeah. He just, you, you know what I think though about Rob Zombie is I think that he like, he thinks of the image and he works backwards. He's like, I, I want- you know what? I think that is a very good assessment. Yeah. Because, like, I always, like, I see things in those movies, and I'm like, I don't think he knew what to do with this shot. He just knew he wanted it in the movie. Right. So, it's like how I like always... He thinks of the images first, and then, you know, yeah. writes the movie around them. Yeah. I feel like he, like, makes a little, um, like, when he's doing the uh, storyboarding, like, he's got those shots, like, a, just a single square of the storyboard, and he's just got them taped up, and he's looking at the rest of the storyboard, and he's going through, he's going through, he's like, and it goes here, and he just tapes it over a square. <laughs> oh, she just spit in Kyle McLaughlin's yeah, Hell face. yeah. Which is probably why he took the movie. It's like, a woman's well, <laughs> gonna spit in my face, I'm all in. <laughs> it's showtime. Oh, she's still going for it. Why is she, she going to quit? Like mid, she's going to quit mid show. Well, actually, she's going to stop the show. Yeah, give a rousing monologue about female rights, <laughs> which will have a standing ovation, and then she'll be murdered in the parking lot, and somebody will take her spot. Mm-hmm. How close? How close up is she getting to people? If like she's doing her nails so intricately. Oh, she do well. This is just for tonight. She's not doing a show. <laughs> She's like fucking with her nails. I'm doing this for me very much. Hashtag yes, all women. <laughs> exactly. Oh, here she goes. Uh-oh. This is like her, uh, her um, uh, true lies. Yeah. She's like sneaking into the big boss's office to okay. start some shit. Okay. I'm thinking I'm wrong about that one guy being an American gladiator, but the one, the other guy I know for sure is in tons of nope. shit. Look at the place on the oh, this is Raper Dude. Yeah. And that oh, was that was go. his squad. She's gonna snap dragon his ass. I hope so. I hope she girl with the dragon tattoos his ass. That was even worse. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. <laughs> See, it must be like obviously for this creep dude, right? It's gotta be like a power thing, because this guy could have women anytime he wants to, right? Yeah. Well look at women him. all over the damn place. The long locks, the gold Trump apartment. Oh, she's she's uh, she's tricking him. I feel like she's gonna take off her bra and they're gonna be guns. Like uh, oh, there's yeah. Well, you're kind of right. Um, <laughs> they, those look fake. Those look like pasties. On? What is happening here? I don't know. They 100 percent look like pasties. They look like pepperonis. 
Well, the, yeah, they did that to the two, but. Oh, she's a good undercover agent. Look at this, eh? Yeah. Oh, you know what? They're probably poison. <laughs> you've wa- you've watched just enough Game of Thrones to pull that out to come up with that. <laughs> exactly. Oh, here we go. Uh-oh. What'd you pull that out of? See, back to her roots. Uh, nobody knows you're in there, man. Cut his testicle off. Yeah. The sinister one, the left one. That's true. It's always true. It's the one that I sit on the most now that I'm an old man. She's kicking the shit out. Good. She's like, there's more than that girl. This was like a uh, an audition to be Sonya Blade. All those spin kicks. I only saw one. I don't know. Maybe. But it's a pretty good spin kick. She would have made a good Sonya Blade, actually. She wouldn't have been bad. She'd kick like that. Nah, I think she's too tall. I was going to say, that would be her only thing is because I think they want Sonya to be smaller than the guys. Yeah. How tall do you think she is? 5'9"? Uh, I was going to say probably closer to 5'11". 5'11". Yeah, that's probably more... Uh, she's way taller than Screech. Yes. Well, especially now. Rest in peace. You think she ever did the Screecher back in the day? Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. Yeah. Okay, I, I'm actually trying to like uh, look up her height, and when I typed in Elizabeth Berkeley, the first thing that came up was Elizabeth Berkeley teeth. I'm not going down that rabbit hole. Well, I uh, think she has nice teeth. Well, I thought so too. Well, it's one point. She's the same height as Mario Lopez at 1.78 meters. Why are they giving this to me in oh, Metro? Oh, God. What the hell? Where are we? Australia? Yeah. Fuck is this? It's now I'm having to ask in feet. She's 5'10". Oh, pretty good. Yeah, we were like split to death. There we go. Oh, uh, she just saw her friend before. Oh, there's a Pepsi placement. Pepsi, uh, Pepsi fucking machine in the background. There, there we go. I knew I loved this movie. Oh, who's coming in now? Kyle McLaughlin. Just... <laughs> oh, nope. She's coming back in or she's visiting somebody else at the same hospital? Gina Gershon. Yeah. She's like, you know, I was uh, just here. I'm sorry. I kicked you downstairs. It totally is to you. <laughs> yeah. It's hilarious. It's like the, um, it's like she's basically running through her resume in this hospital. I'm sorry. You oh, got look, raped. It's true. You're right. She's like, that's how I got my first job. Ah. Yep. Just like I don't know what that movie was, but he's like, uh, the, like the son always kills the father. Yeah. What was that? Oh, so there's the game God of War. Okay, yes. Where he's like, hey, you're, you, you know, your dad killed his dad, and then he found out that his father Kratos killed his dad, and he's like, what the fuck? Like the kid, right? He's like, holy shit. <laughs> and then Elizabeth Berkeley showed him his boobs. It's all of this happened in that game. Yep. Nice. Oh, they're having a moment here. See, the women are coming together here. Yeah. You don't let this male-dominated society ruin you, girl. Don't See, don't let these penises make our vaginas fight each other. Exactly. 
That's the man's game, man. That's what I've always to pit said. Pit women against each other. Oh. Blah, blah, blah. oh my god! Like, did they even They're know friends what friends again? You know what this feels like? This feels like Paul Verhoeven forgot who was supposed to be with who in the movie. So anytime <laughs> there were two people, anytime he was working on a scene long enough with two people, he's like, "You two need to start kissing your love interests, right?" And he's like, "No, we're not. Like, not according to the script." He's like, "I've been shooting you two in one scene for two days. Start kissing." Yeah, and it's like, yeah, it's like the guy who runs the casino and the guy who's like the the bag boy. Mm-hmm. Start kissing him, huh? What? Like what? <laughs> Bend her over or do something. Oh my god, are they both gonna go on the run and run like a? Oh, she took her hat. She's leaving. Yeah, she's now she's going to Reno. See, now that she has something that matches her uh, her fringe jacket more than ever, now nobody's picking her up. Yeah. She oh. matches too much. They think it's a scam. I hope that when she opens the door, it's the tall man from Phantasm. <laughs> ah, it's this guy. Boy. I mean, what? Oh, it's this dude. Was this whole thing a dream? Oh, my God. I think it was. That's amazing. Would you win? My self-worth. <laughs> Not worth it. Oh my! Oh my God! You know it's funny that you say that about the tall man because, like, I just watched all of the Phantasms. Nice. On the greatest streaming app ever, Tubi. <laughs> still, eh? You still digging in on Tubi? Oh my God! Of course! Come on! All day, every day. Come on now. I get it. What? Nice. Oh Jesus! Made you have to pull the knife again? Like I feel he like gets s- it. I feel like somehow she planned on getting uh, on getting picked up by this guy again. Oh my god, she's got this guy's not off. No me Malone is goddess. Oh, and she's leaving. Uh oh. Who will be the star now? Gina Gershon. Yeah, she's back. She's no, maybe it will be the, her buddy who's in the hospital. Uh oh yeah. But maybe she won't take it. Yeah. Well, 280 more. clicks to Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Oh, we what did it. a film. What a movie. Oh, so that one, that the white guy raper uh, who wasn't the bearded guy, he was in Thor. I'm trying to see what else he was in. He's in a lot of stuff. He was in Twin Peaks. It doesn't really matter. He's just in a lot of shit. <laughs> that movie was terrible. I know. <laughs> I was, I was, what? it was one of those ones film. when it got suggested, I was like, this is not going to be great for us. But at the same time, it's like, well, you got to do it. <laughs> it's like the whole idea, the whole idea of this show or this podcast is to kind of like relive our teen years and stuff like that okay so the guy who was the black guy he i he was definitely not an american gladiator i was wrong about that hopefully it wasn't due to racism um (laughs) those are questions that we'll have to ask ourselves for years to come (laughs) uh he was in barbed wire he played the disc jockey in barbed wire for what that's worth and he was in starship troopers oh no way and a movie called Jacked. His name's Teo. That's it. Teo. Is Jacked about giant robots? 
I don't know. I I didn't actually look. I just saw the word jacked and then I moved on. Gina Rivera. So every name, like it's just like the name of every person looks like they belonged in this movie. Al Ruscio. Did, 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 did they like, you know, see the script like Gina Gershon and them and be like, this script is garbage, but it's from the guy who did basic instinct and this could be big. So oh, we'll it's a hundred percent. It a hundred percent has to be what it was. Like, holy lord. Because it's like, okay, yeah, this script's probably whatever, but that'll probably get rewrites as it goes anyways, and it's going to be this, like, seductive kind of whatever, and it's going to give me this spotlight, and it's going to be this, and it's going to be that. Absolutely, that's what happened. Um, I guess there was rumors that at the uh, premiere, Kyle MacLachlan walked out of the movie. No way. And somebody asked him about it. He's like, no, I didn't walk out of the movie. He's like, I sat through. He's like, I struggled through that entire two hours. (laughs) I like when they're just honest, right? There's like nothing. I have this idea that he decided to like, he, at one point, like his mom came up to him and he's like, you never take me to any of the premieres. And he's like, all right, fine. I'll take, (laughs) I'll take you to my next premiere. Oh my God. Carrie Ann Inaba was one of the dancers. Who's She's that? one of the judges on so on uh, Dancing with the Stars. No way! Yeah. I'm gonna have to go back through that. That's crazy. Um, I wonder if you topple us. I have no idea, but um, good eye. But yeah, the uh, I I just picture him. So he's like, yeah, yeah, whatever. I'll just take you to whatever the next premiere is. That's fine. And then finds out it's going to be this. And then he's like (laughs) sitting next to his mom while like he's having an orgasm. It's like, what are you doing? That's the whole movie. It's like, it's like a George Costanza's mom. You're not even married to her. (laughs) Are you taking advantage of this girl? Or or even worse, like when she's like backwards on him and just, or no, like when they're in the pool and she's just like crazy riding him. She's like, that's how your father and I made you. <laughs> he just in kills himself in that's the That's why theater. you're so wishy-washy. <laughs> that's why your hair looks like a wave. <laughs> Good God, guys. Lord, Tundra and Jesus. Under no circumstances did I think this movie was going to be two hours long. I know. When when you started clicking it and it said 212, I was like, oh, fuck. Here we go. This has been a few times. Super Mario Brothers being feature length. Like, oh, my God, I was hoping it was 35 minutes long. Yeah. I thought this was the Super Mario Brothers super show where we get seven (laughs) minutes of this and then seven minutes of of a cocky Link in a Legend of Zelda short. Hey, yeah. for you, princess, anything. <laughs> like, what a weird choice that was. Yeah, they did really make him the opposite of what the character actually is. Yeah, he's this, like, really this, like, silent hero. And he's, like, a, like almost, like, a mixture of Legolas and the man with no name. Yeah, and, he's, like, a very humble, yeah, soft and, like, no-speaking kind of a yeah. wonderful dude, you know? Yeah. And then he comes into this one. He's like, yeah, not for nothing, princess, but I think I should get one of the pieces of the Triforce for this. Oh. <laughs> oh. Bada-bing. Yeah, he's always trying to see some greaser, trying to uh, scheme all the time. I... <laughs> Lots of greasers in uh, in Hyrule. Oh, fuck yeah. It's yeah. greasier than you think. I'm really still like there was the rumors that the Legend of Zelda movie was going to or her T 
TV show or whatever was going to come on Netflix. And I'm like, I yeah. couldn't be more excited for them. Like more than them doing this Lord of the Rings show on Amazon, I would rather them spend that money to do a proper legend of Zelda. Give us Hyrule. Give us like a good like person to be link and do something cool. I don't care what I version would, you do. What story I would you like tell. to just see uh, like episodes of the show where nobody says anything. Oh, absolutely. You could oh, get you know a, what? this is this. I'm sorry to cut you off real quick. No, it's fine. What I wanted to say before was anybody who's watching this show and you have Netflix and you, you know, we're always talking about Pixar and this and this, you got to watch the studio. Ghibli. Oh, studio Ghibli. Yeah. They, those movies are amazing. Oh yeah. They're really good. Like every single one of them is so okay. Anyways, I just had to say that because I like, I forgot it from before. Yeah. So get out there and watch those guys. Like I just watched Spirited Away and it is, dude, have you seen these movies? I haven't seen Spirited Away in like a number of years, but yes, I oh, have seen it. Man, I just watched it the other night and I was like, what an absolutely terrific movie. Mm-hmm. It's one of those ones I'm always a little not put off. That's not the word, but I'm a little like, like weirded out just because the style is so different than I'm used to. Right. And like, that's not a bad thing. And it's definitely not a judgment on the things because it's definitely artistic and whatever. But I find that like whenever I try to watch something like that, because like somebody will tell me, oh, you got to watch like Full Metal Alchemist. It's where it's at. And then I'm watching it and I'm just kind of like, and everything instantly, like just on its surface feels so similar to everything else of its type. And I'm just kind of like, what? but it's when you get deep into it and you really pay attention that you see like the, the, the subtle and not so subtle differences. So go watch them because they are worth it indeed. They are totally. Mm-hmm. All right, guys, we made it. And we did I mean, it. And I mean, while we did mention boobs and things like that, we never mentioned anybody's specifically. We That's never right. we never honed in on any one person's stuff except Kyle McLaughlin. But let's That's face right. it, the way he wasn't dressed, he had it coming. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, until next week. We're going to come back at you with another coming attractions episode. Let you know what we're going to do. You you get it. You know how this goes. I like, do we need to, you know, do we need to hash this out? Do we need to fake this moment right now where you don't know what's coming and we don't know what's coming? We all know what's coming. You're going to be back here next week because you're fucking addicted to us. And we're going to be back here next week because that's the kind of needy assholes we are. <laughs> All right, so until then, though, we love you. As always, find us at miscastcommentary.com. Email us podcast at miscastcommentary.com. Find us on Twitter at miscastpodcast. I'm at miscastjoe. Todd's at miscasttodd. Keep it on brand. Uh, Find us at miscastcommentary on Instagram. Join our Discord. Go find the link anywhere on the website and all that good stuff. Join that Discord and have some fun with us. Uh, Until then... I don't know. You have anything else to say? I don't. Well, there it is. Good night, folks. This has been Miscast Commentary with your hosts, Joe Finley and Todd Murray. Executive producer, Joe Finley. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen. 
visit www.miscastcommentary.com for all news related to the podcast. Miscast Commentary is a Miscast Media Production.